Hold on. I Welcome, would... guys, to week eight. Welcome, everybody. Hey, so, hey. Uh, we're getting started kind of quickly here, so. Not go, really. Go, we're pretty late. <laughs> go right. I know. That's why we're kind of going quickly. Go right into the listeners league that you were talking about. Oh, yeah. I was, I mean, well. Now it feels weird to say it on air, but yeah, we, we've been talking about it. Well, doing, we've been on air. Yeah. <laughs> we, we just haven't been recording. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, the Listener League, um, I think it'd be a good idea if we did a guillotine league because I've never got mm. to do one of those before. I've never done one, but they, they definitely look fun. Yeah, they sound fun. Yeah. And, yeah. and also, so the biggest thing is that um, not everybody... Um, if you do like a 14 or 16 man league or something like that, not everybody's going to stay in it, you know, all, right. all the way. Right. But if you do a guillotine league, it <laughs> cools the herd naturally. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and you, and you know, and, it, and the, as, as the, as it goes along, the people that are still in it just become more interested because their team becomes more compelling week by week by week. Oh yeah. It gets stronger. What is it about the guillotine? Okay. So for those, um, anybody listening who is not familiar with a guillotine league, the way that it works is you draft your team as normal at the beginning of the season, just like you do a regular redraft, whether you do it by auction or, um, snake. And then at the end of each week, the team with the fewest points scored that week, is eliminated. Oh, damn. And all of their players are put into the free agent pool. Yeah. And, and there's a fab budget. And there's a fab budget. So that's, is, that's the biggest thing. The fab budget's huge, but you have to, you know, you have to manage a fab you budget. You have to manage it. Where yeah. every single week it's like, I got to have this guy. I got to have that guy. I got to have that guy. So you have to, and you, and you have to manage stuff like that. And it's super interesting things happen. Like um, last year in the ESPN Guillotine League, the team that um, had Patrick Mahomes lost like five consecutive weeks. So the guy that whoever it was that picked up Patrick Mahomes <laughs> it's was the curse. Yeah, went, yeah, it was re- it was really uh, funny. So yeah, by the end of it, people weren't wanting to pick up Patrick Mahomes because they, you know, hilarious as as you know, slam dunk as that sounds. Um, so yeah, I, I think that would be fun. I, I think it I, would be. I think that'd be a that fun sounds, way to do the league. Does sound, does sound fun, uh, <laughs> especially if one of us gets eliminated. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta just sit there and host it. <laughs> Can't play in it. One of us will for sure. So, well, let's see. Um, Homer minute. I guess we can kind of breeze through a little bit. Uh, Who's going uh, first? At least I can. I'm just not. Not much has changed. We've got a rookie quarterback, and we're trying to <laughs> slog through. We've got Philly this week. And, you know. Well, you guys have the week good. off, right? Week seven. Did uh, you? No. 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 We did though. You did, yeah, and and I can if if you're done with your minute. Next week. Oh, that's right. You you ba- you just took the week off against the Dolphins. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, but we beat Tampa, so that that might be like our everybody's being calling card for the <laughs> your, your Super Bowl for the, <laughs> that, that, the year, that, yeah. That's yeah. how you sell people on next year. But like no, coming back but, for 2023, the highlights are going to be all from the Tampa game. Actually, one thing I do want to say about uh, my team, especially fantasy wise. Is after our bye week coming up, you want to pick up our defense again. TJ Watt's coming back. They're uh, already getting better. We're, we're healing. We're healing up, and yeah, even with our, our secondary still beat up and everything, we are definitely mm-hmm. looking a lot better. So uh, keep an eye on that Pittsburgh defense. Uh, but yeah, that's it for me. Um, uh, over in in Dallas, the Cowboys shocked me with like how they were able to limit the Rams and just how they were able to get to Goff because not um, <laughs> Detroit. 
um, <laughs> against Detroit. Yeah, because that Detroit offensive line is really good. They've been really good, and the reason you never glitch. The either. reason that, that Goff has been so good this year is because he's had time. You know, he's been able to stand back there and and pick and choose who he wants to throw the ball to, and. Uh, <laughs> There were some there were some really amazing plays in that game the 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 sack fumble by Sam Williams the rookie where he just took the ball away from from Jared Goff it looked like Jared Goff oh. didn't know where the ball went <laughs> I did see that highlight yeah <laughs> like, and uh, yeah yeah um that the defense is just, and again you know Micah Parsons all over the place um so the play I want to make sure to talk about is um, the play of the game was the fumble by Jamal Williams at the goal line. I Because th- if he um, they punch it in right there, I think they're down three. If I'm not mistaken, I'd, I'd have to go back and look. It was something like that. They were close. They were going to be close. The game was going to be really tight. Um, and it said they fumble. The play before that play was like a... Um, I think it, it was just like um, a tight end had. I, I don't think it was a tight end screen, but it was something similar to that. It was kind of a quick toss to a tight end outside. Micah Parsons was rushing the passer. He turns around and chases down that tight end and pulled him down at the half yard line. It was originally called a touchdown. Okay. But he chased him down and and tackled him at the half yard line and gave them the opportunity to, to make the fumble to yeah. make the play of the game. <clears throat> Yeah, and then um, and then Trayvon Diggs also got got involved and you know had another interception on, yeah, I, on I a fifty fifty like, ball deep. Your just, defense is amazing. They're it's so just, good. They're great. They're, they're so good. They're absolutely fantastic. And they, yeah, and they just keep seeming like I was talking about Sam Williams. You know, he's a rookie, so they just keep adding to it. It's yeah. it's really fun right now. Um, I will say uh, your offense. Let's, we don't need uh, to talk about like the offense. It's sputter for There's a couple no reason of weeks to talk here. about the offense yeah. when the defense is this good. Yeah. Well, you know? and, and I will say I think that the offense is going to purposely take a step back. I mean, they've been w- just winning. don't mess it up. Yeah, they've yeah. been winning with Cooper yeah. Rush for yeah. a reason because that defense Dak said is that. so amazing. Dak said, you know, uh, I watched how the the team was playing with Cooper Rush. You know, I got to make sure I come in and yeah. My and, number one you know, thing is to not, not turn over the ball. And not mess with the flow is I, I, something yeah. like that is what he said. Um, but uh, yeah. their offensive line is playing well. Um, I thought uh, I'm really disappointed in, in Zeke getting hurt in the game because I uh, and I, I was disappointed. So um, after hearing what Dak said about um, wanting to continue how they were playing, I I, I would wouldn't have been so bullish on uh zeke's numbers going like through the roof for the next few weeks um because i really was expecting him to get be able to get a couple more catches and when they're coming from dak for him to be in just a better position to do something with it after he catches the ball um so i was you know and if zeke catches the three passes for 20 yards a game that's five points right that's and that's a big deal when you're expecting him to score week in week out um against these you know softer matchups um so, um, it was disappointing to see him get hurt, though, because he looked really good. And then even after he got hurt, uh, he hurtled it, a guy. Yeah, yeah uh, I saw like that. He, he still so, he, he still looks good. Yeah, like he's, he's not. He's not this week. And he's I think never been it. as fast as Tony Pollard is. Tony Pollard is is fast. Zeke is. Um. He's he's always been a good straight line runner, but never been as quick as Tony Pollard is. Right. 
and um excited to see what's going to happen this weekend with tony pollard actually getting you know probably a full workload because he's probably not going to play yeah yeah um he'll want to i don't think it's the huge play that people are starting like i'm hearing people like slamming them into their dfs lineups and this and that and you know, I wouldn't mind having him in a tournament lineup here and there, but like that's not somebody I want to have in my cash lineup. That's like a little too volatile for me. I that's that's going to come later, but uh, DFS at the end of the show. By the way, <laughs> he's yeah, he's all DFS. I'm ready. Right now. Yeah, well, I am kind of DFS oriented. I will admit. You know, I'm feeling a little bit more confident like this week about a lot of stuff. Regards to football, which usually means it's like going to be a bad, bad week. <laughs> You're for screwed. Me. Yeah, you guys had the week off, so there's not a whole lot to talk about. Well, Amy, in DraftKings in, in general, just in Rams like, Kingdom. Uh, the only thing that really to talk about in Rams is going forward into the Niners game. I feel more confident in this game than I have in past seasons. Um, I'm, I'm obviously going to pick them to win, but not just as a homer pick. I I, I, I think this is going to be the game they finally break. Um, that season or seasons long can't beat the Niners in the regular season. I think it's going to happen um, this Sunday against the Niners. Yep. Good chance. All right. Good chance. <clears throat> so, are we ready to get into the games? Sure. First uh, up, well, I, I do owe one shot for oh, yeah. uh, what was it? Yes, you do. Oh yes, uh, we were Miss, betting on McCaffrey's against, touches. Yeah, bet against Christian McCaffrey having ten touches. The line was, was ten. And he hit exactly he 10. Got I think this is like 10. the third bet this year. Like, we've had one of those bets, and you hit the line exactly. And I'm, I'm just like, well, all right, whatever. <laughs> when you know what you're talking about. Better lucky than good. Okay. Is that with the targets? <laughs> that's true, though. Is that I mean, with the targets? Not, that is not an untrue statement, huh? Was Is that with the targets? No, that was touches. Just like, straight run? He, yeah, so he, got, he had eight carries, and he had two catches. Right, so that's with him yeah. getting targeted. He got, but it, it, those that wasn't targets. That was catches. So right, and right, we said right. that it had to be touches. He had to have the ball. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And um, the other one was a there was a caveat. Uh, if Isaiah likely, or excuse me, if uh, Mark Andrews didn't play, which he basically didn't last week, right. um, he had one carry for two yards. <laughs> <sighs> so he gave me point two fantasy points. Very nice. Um, uh, if he didn't play um, Isaiah Likely versus uh, Foster Moreau, but that one didn't materialize, so right. yeah, we'll just forget about it. There you go. Yeah, we'll move on. Well, I'm sure we'll find a better two for this. So week. let's. So we should we check in on our season longs? Oh, if you guys want to, you can tell uh, tell the we listeners should. how much I'm winning by. <laughs> While you guys are doing that, you want to pass me a beer, <laughs> a regular one, um, a very regular guy beer. Lazard got hurt, <laughs> so. Oh, you're saying season-long bets. I thought you meant the season-long picks. Oh, the picks. No, no, no. Well, but the I mean, bets are kind of actually interesting. I was just looking at them. And the picks tightened up a little bit. Like, uh, you, you gained one on me, but you lost one on Ray. You lost two on Ray. One. One on Ray. I don't, I, I, it's, it's too much to get into right now. Uh, and I think that, that's something we should really start getting into at the end of the season. Right now, it's kind of mid-season. It's hard to say. I just say all the bets are in play. Yeah, I think sure. I, I think they are. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Maybe. So, yeah. Good bets. They're fun. Yeah. They, they look fun those. right now. Yeah. Come uh, you know, on, Terry McLaurin. You know what? The other one that's still not on there though is um, our one from uh, preseason, um, the off season, the uh, Robinson versus uh, OBJ. 
Allen Robinson versus. Oh, yeah. oh. Gotta find that one. Gotta dig that one out. Yeah, that yeah, but that belongs up on the season long board. Because you're on Robinson and I'm on OBJ. Okay. And this is because this is before they signed Allen Robinson. In, yeah. In Los Angeles. All right. Cool. I'll put I'll put that up there so we don't forget. Uh, all right. Moving on to uh, yawning. the games. Yawning. The- we got the Broncos at the Jags. Denver Broncos at plus two. Over under at 40 and a half. The money line at plus 110 for the Broncos. Minus 130 for the Jags. Easily Go. the worst game on the slate. So I'm glad that we're getting it out of the way first. Um, uh, you know, it's in um, it's in London. Um, take the under. Um, I, I kind of want to take. I I want to take the over. Actually, wow. I think it's going to be a goofy game. And, and that does happen sometimes in, um, in London because um, the, the defenses just play worse. That is typically what happens in London. Like it's, but what we've gotten used to is the offense has been inept. But usually that is a Jacksonville offense that can't do anything, and now we're in you know Travis Etienne season. So we have. have I'm curious to know how many of the Broncos games hit the over. Not uh, any, I don't think. Say. I'd have to look it up to be <laughs> yeah. sure, but I'm I'm most of them are under. Reason, yeah, like I'm. I'm just kind of gambling on the idea that this is going to be a wacky London game. I and I, that, I'm hoping that that's what happens because I'm going to get up at 6:30 in the morning and watch it. So. I want to Don't see you something. have to have a special subscription on this one? It was some like network I'd never, never heard of. I was just like, "What the hell?" Do you really? Yeah, I, I looked up how to stream it in the morning, and it's on some something funky. No, I've never. I, I haven't. No, yeah, I'm check it sure. out. You're, you're not going to be able to watch it unless you sign up for this funky network and just pay five ninety nine a month or whatever it is. Peacock? No, 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 <laughs> no. Like one I'd never heard of. It's like Fobo lo- or something. A lot of people haven't. So. Fubo. Might be Fubu, Fubo TV. That's interesting to know. We should, yeah, we'll yeah, look it up while you guys discuss fantasy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Oh, we're done. No. God, I love having a producer, man. <laughs> no, um, yeah. So, hey, look this up. Um, <laughs> as far as fantasy is concerned, like this is a minus matchup for people who are were playing Zay yeah. Jones and playing Christian Kirk. Like, if you have um, ways to pivot in a you know two receiver league, definitely you should, and even in a three receiver league, you probably should pivot. Uh, to somebody besides Christian Kirk and or say Jones. And then on the other side, you're still going to play um, and Judy too. I wouldn't. Judy had a great game last week. Okay. NFL is displaying and I, and on I, ESPN+. That was, one of my, that was one of my calls that I... Oh, when we, I, oh okay. Never mind. ESPN Plus, still something When I, I re-listened but. to it, I, I was really happy about my call about Jerry Judy last week. Uh, Brett Rippon definitely was looking for Jerry Judy first. Uh, we expect Russell Wilson to play. So there's that, you know. Right. Um, I don't. He might not have gotten enough stretching done on the plane. <laughs> I'm not sure. Enough high steps. Yeah, um, you'd have to talk to his teammates. Right. If we're trying out, to sleep. Yeah. 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 Find out if he got in enough exercise <laughs> during during the flight or not. What a kooky guy. Kooky. That's a nice uh, word for it. That's a really nice word for it. Like he, you know what? I'm pretty sure I've seen a movie where a guy got tied to a bed and beaten with a sack full of <laughs> <laughs> full metal jacket yeah and, that's, and i imagine that's like what some of his teammates wanted to do to him yeah i can see that. Know, yep. that while that was going on for sure um but broncos like running back is there any running back you want to mess with right now i told you broncos? three weeks ago i told yeah. you last night no no I, I don't. Um, yeah. I really don't. Uh, it's bad. And then Jags ETN looks great, mm-hmm. um, but even then, this matchup he's going to be diminished. That one I'm, I'm really happy about that call too, is because I, I 
anybody who you know listened and was like, yeah, I'll take a flyer on ETN and just like watch and see what happens, is just so happy. Like if you know, if you were listening, yeah, beyond expectations, ago, that's for sure. Um, yeah, and I'm not super excited about him because I, I don't have him in enough places, um, and I'm right. definitely and I'm in our league of record. I'm playing against him, so. It's uh, it's gonna be a rough week for me. I think. I think it's gonna be a rough. <laughs> week I like say, I, I think this week he's gonna not not he's not scoring too much. But uh, unless your wacky prediction is correct, but uh, who are you taking? I here? think I still think he's gonna get enough work to do it. I think he's getting okay. Um and oh and as far as picking the game, yeah, we got twenty seconds here. I gotta take, I gotta take the Broncos, and I don't like it. No, I don't like it. And if I feel bad, it feels dirty. I'm, I'm taking the Jags, man. They're at home. London is there. Yes, they are at home in London. <laughs> they are comfortable <laughs> over there. They know how to travel over there. Like that. So I, I, the Denver defense is better than the Jacksonville defense. Agreed. And I just have a little more confidence uh, in Russell Wilson and his weapons versus the Jacksonville defense than I do uh, Trevor Lawrence and his weapons yeah. versus the. I, I had all kinds of confidence in Russell before the season. Now I'm just like, what the heck's going on? So. Yeah, I'm not sure where that confidence is coming from. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> says the Rams fan. Anyway. All right. Um, What's that have to do with Russell Wilson? And then uh, well, Ray, you, you other than I probably watched that guy play so much. Huh? You you took the Jags with me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, until until the Broncos can show me. Oh, cool. Me. I get to lone wolf on, on – yeah. I get to lone wolf on Dangerous. The London game. Awesome. The this dangerous. is awesome. We get to, yeah, so we get to start the morning while watching a lone wolf game. Enjoy. <laughs> All right. Next up, we got I'm Carolina at the I'm Falcons. Happy. Carolina's at plus four and a half. Um, Over-unders at 41. Plus 175 if you're betting on the Panthers and minus 205 if you're betting on the Falcons. So the Panthers are two and five and the Falcons are three and four. And the winner of this game will be in first place of the I NFC South. I love that. That's so funny. Yeah, because of tiebreakers. And Carolina has beaten Tampa Bay. Yep. So um, that is hilarious. Um, once you get past that, an uh, important thing to know is Chuba Hubbard is not going to play this weekend. So Deontay Foreman becomes a smash Yes, play. sir. Sorry, I'm, I'm happy about that. I picked him up in Dynasty like the week before. I have him too. I have him too. Anyway, yeah, I have him in my Dynasty League. So I'll, yeah. be, I'll be playing him over Zeke. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> I mean, he's just going to get all the work. Yeah. So just don't get hurt, dude. Yeah. Um, and there's so there's a rookie. Uh, is it, Like when you get to this part of the season, like players just start to go down. Like you, there's a reason these guys are backups, and, and it's a lot of times it's because they can't stay healthy when you give them uh, right. too much work. So, um, whenever the um, whenever you start to go down the ladder on the depth chart, uh, it's I think it's a good idea to make sure that you keep going down the ladder and looking and making sure that you know the uh, other players are getting some light too. Um, and I think they have uh, I, what's his name, Snoop Connor. Is that no? That's the Jacksonville running back. There's a uh, there's another there's a running back Blackshear. That's his name. Sorry. Okay. He's a rookie. Uh, going deep. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm just like he's yeah he's someone to know because like if Deontay Foreman gets hurt in this game, Blackshear is going to be the guy that ends up with like 18 carries, some number of yards and a touchdown, and people are going to be fighting over him next uh, week. Yeah. I, see, when when it gets so, to that level of talent, I stop fighting. You know what I mean? Like Deontay Foreman, <laughs> it's like I stop fighting. Like that's not that's no, the bottom okay, level of talent. That's like not, okay, that's he's not, getting that's, so that's much not, opportunity. That's not true. Like because it just depends on your situation. 
It, it really oh, yeah. it really depends on your situation. And Always, like, and I mean that's this this guy is starting Alvin Kamara, Derrick Henry, and Ken Walker in our, in our <laughs> league of record this weekend. I'm so, he, so he's like Deontay Foreman, <laughs> his backup. Oh my god, I'm not even you know. No. So that wouldn't that, touch him with the so, Yeah, and so th- there's a lot of people like that. They're like, yeah, I'm not I'm not touching that either. But there's also a lot of people who like. Just need something. Just like they started, you know, you know Benjamin the last couple of weeks, right? And they need something new. What is you the know? word on Connor, by the way? Uh, he's him and Daryl Williams are both back at they practice back this sure. week. Okay. They, were, they were back at practice on Wednesday. Okay. So um, I, I yeah, shipped you know Benjamin back to um, the waiver yeah, wire. I and thought all, so. And all I, thought I saw that. Yeah. So. Um, and every everybody else should too. You know the Eno Benjamin train is uh, on pause for now. Yeah. It's run out of coal. Uh, well, back to the Atlanta game here though, like. Atlanta running backs. Is there anybody you want to start here? Oh uh, yeah, in, in I, fans? I think I think yeah. Algier. Uh, yeah, and I am in my our league of record, but um, I think I honestly do think Tyler Algier is going to have a good is game. He, is he a good flex play or is he a desperation flex play? Or? I think if he scores a touchdown, he's a really good play. Well, I mean, duh. But <laughs> but what are the chances? Pretty good. because yeah. they run the ball all the time, and like they run the ball all the time and they move the ball. <laughs> you like that one, huh? So. Um, I, I and Carolina, you know, isn't the stiffest defense. So I, they're at home. I like I like his chances to, Tom to score. The, the only thing is, is he's just not going to catch very many passes. I like him for seventy plus yards and a touchdown, though. So I think he's a solid flex play. You know, low, okay. low RB two, solid flex. And I and just so you get another then, point of view, I would be way more nervous uh, about anybody po- in the Atlanta backfield. Honestly, anything, I'm, anyone on the Atlanta team. Like I'm just I'm not only nervous about their receivers. I, both of the both of the running backs are getting ten plus carries the last for four sure. weeks for sure. So, uh, both. So I think that either one of them is if you're you know in a bad spot. You know, because of buys, and so, whatever buys injuries. There's been a, there was a lot of injuries this week, and you never know how how that hits people. That that could be that could be fine. And then the last thing on the other side is it's finally DJ more time. Yeah, it is finally DJ more time. They get him into your lineup everywhere. It's time. Okay, it's time. and I, I would say you can get him into your lineup. I wouldn't. I I'd want another week to to be sure. I, I kind of they I were forcing the ball that. in his hands. Okay, but you know, like and I didn't, ex- and adjust, I didn't expect but... him to have a great game against Tampa Bay, and that touchdown catch was just oh yeah, it's... chef chef's kiss, man. He's it looked like, good. Yeah, he, he, he looks, is a great he, receiver. He looked we know that he looked like he he looked like he knew he was the focal point of the offense. Yeah, and that's it's that, and that's the key to me is I. So I'm not saying he's going to score 20 plus points every week, but I I expect 15. Mm-hmm. So who do you like in the game? I. Like the Falcons at home, I, I I think this game is really interesting. I think it's gonna it, be fun to watch. I, I'm looking forward. I don't know to, about to, fun to watch, but it's I definitely think, gonna be interesting. I think it is gonna be fun to watch because I think so. Atlanta is they're they're fun to watch when they're busting off chunk plays. It, it, it is fun to watch, you know, when they're run, running for ten, running for twelve, you know, over and over and over again. And I think they'll be able to do that against Carolina. So I actually think hmm. they'll be able to score points. I think this is a game that's going to hit the over. Sorry, we, we can go into the, the next game. Now. Well, okay, so well, I, we, we haven't picked yet, though, Ray. Who do you like? Uh, Falcons. I didn't hear your pick. I, I'm going to take Carolina. Okay. He's going to lone wolf that's on why, That's why I was like, you know, throw it in out there, guys. Like, I, actually, I, He's I, got I a lone like, wolf on PJ. I, I know it's PJ, but hey, he, he beat out uh, um, beat out Baker, man. I, I And I said this before. I We joked about it, but I, LaVisca Chanel is interesting. And um, 
Terrace Marshall is interesting. Those are two interesting names to know for Carolina. All right, so deep leagues. Moving on to YouTube mm-hmm. questions. What oh, a busy's hey, cool. back. Um, what a busy. He's got up, a running back problem. He's got too no. many wide rec- or he's got too many running backs, not enough wide receivers. Uh Alagier is on the bench starting or starring CMC Damian Pierce and Etienne. Yeah. As a flex nice. starting. Good. I'm not sure if there's a question in there. Um but maybe he'll elaborate after that. This. Doesn't sound like he has a running back problem at all. Yeah, <laughs> I love your running backs. What like how bad are your receivers, bud? Like they can't be that bad, can they? You're listening to us. So, <laughs> so we're yeah. waiting for as we're waiting for him to formulate a question. We'll go ahead and start with the next game. Uh, we got um, Chicago's at the Cowboys. The Staley's, the Chicago Staley's. The Bears are at plus ten. The over under is at forty two and a half. If you're betting on the Bears, that's a plus three thirty, and if you're betting on the Cowboys, minus four ten. Okay, uh, we, we talked about a lot of this earlier with the, the on the especially on the Cowboys side. Sorry, jumped the gun there, but uh, like I think this is going to be a defensive game. Like um, I'm not super excited to be starting a lot of fantasy pieces in this game. There's definitely some startable pieces, but man, like this isn't the game I'm looking to target. Um, the the Cowboys defense, as we talked about, is way too good. And their offense is uh, finding themselves right now. I think, and, and they're going to find themselves eventually. Mm-hmm. And I think this is a good time to do it. I think if you see the Cowboys get up by like ten in this game, you might see them actually open up and take some shots because the Bears aren't a team that's really going to threaten them if they're down, once they're down by two scores. So right. um, you could you might see them open up the playbook here and there and not play so conservatively. It's because um, it's it's just a little it's a little different when um, you're playing against uh, teams like the Lions and the Eagles and stuff like that. And, and, your, your and margin say, for errors is so so slim, which I'm sounds funny to say about Pollard. the one and five Lions. But hmm? I'm nervous about Pollard. I am not. I've watched him a lot. Just got to see him in person. He's he looks. You think he can handle the load on his own though? I mean, he he seems like an excellent complimentary. So you know what I'll tell you is that I like the guy behind him. Um, his name is Malik Jackson. Okay. Um, he got to he got to do some work in the preseason, and um, I don't think that uh, Tony Pollard will necessarily do all of the work, even if Zeke doesn't play. Um, I think that makes sense to me. Uh, they both of these guys. So both of the guys were active. They're. Um, third and fourth running backs last week. Uh, it's Rico Dowdle, who got injured, and Malik Jackson uh, were both active last week. Um, if they activate him again, I know they have to They have to give him a contract. They have to um, like keep him on the active roster, or, or somebody else could sign him away. Um, so they might not want to do that. We'll, we'll see what happens. Um, but fantasy-wise, nobody to get other than Pollard. No, just people to know. Okay, well, interesting. Um, Chicago side, um, it's hard to know what to do with the run with those running backs right now. Yeah, uh, it seems Her- like they're they're almost fifty fifty at this point. Herbert looks awesome, but yeah. not, they just Montgomery looks solid too, though. Yeah, like it's not like it, it looks like a fifty fifty backfield there, which just isn't going to make anybody happy. So uh, if you've no, got one of those two, it feels like the Patriots backfield before they started leaning towards yeah. Ramondre. Yeah, and and now that Damian's getting healthy, uh, what's going to happen there? Will is it going to go back to where it was before? Uh, it might. I don't think so. It might because um, Ramondre is the the one that will catch the ball. Yeah. So I um, so the, I 
from what I hear. But Damien will be the touchdown boy. From what I understand, the only people or the only um, person that people are worried about is Ty Montgomery coming back because he could be the third down back. And if he takes third downs away from Ramondre, that mm. could that could eat into, you know, a bunch of his production. Yeah. And they do like um, doing that. And yeah, and they and they like to spread things around. Uh, they like, you know, that's just the Patriots. That's how they are. Um, but Sorry, anyway, back to this game. Back um, to yeah. the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, game. Yeah. The, the, this game's well. We talked about the Bears um, being like the Patriots, right. and, and and it's gonna it's gonna break down the same way where you just like you probably starting both of them. Like you can probably you can probably not this week. Um, I wouldn't want to start anybody from Chicago this week if you can help. it. Oh no, no, if not this week. I'm it, just saying in general. Starting nobody. No, and this week this week the Bears might not score any points. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I love the Cowboys in this game, and it's certainly not because of their offense. I think this is going to hit the under, but I also think the Cowboys are going to win by ten. The defense so, is ferocious. Yeah, they're, they're, they're just, just they, that good. They're and they're having so much fun. Yeah. Like they're they're killing people. Okay, they, they mauled the Lions. Back to YouTube questions. <clears throat> um, oh, nice. My wide receivers are Sutton, Metcalf, Boyd, Olave. Which two do I start? Olave uh, yeah. for sure. Olave's got an excellent I, week this week. Um, I yeah. What was the third receiver? Boyd. I was who I would oh, start. Oh, Boyd. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. his others were Sutton and Metcalf. Metcalf's probably not going to play. Exactly. Um, and then like you hope he doesn't play. You'd rather him sit if you're you know yep. the Metcalf owner. And then Sutton is um well he has Russell Wilson throwing him the ball. So yeah, in London. <laughs> in London. Yeah. Yeah. And let him hit that under. And, and like I say, Boyd is uh, whenever it's just been uh, Boyd I heard, and one of the other receivers, yeah, like yeah, he's like he, that's a thing, man. I've been paying attention because I've got him in dynasty, and boy, <laughs> whenever one of those two main receivers are yes. down, I throw him into my dynasty lineup yes. right away. So uh, yeah, I, I love Boyd there, and uh, I love Reed. Yeah, love it, dude. You you've got a sweet little team, man. You must have a good record. Mm-hmm. I should hope you deserve one. So next up, we have Dolphins at the Lions. We got the Dolphins at minus three and a half with the over-under at 51 and a half. Oh, we all picked the Cowboys, right? right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if you're betting on the Dolphins, minus 180. And if you're betting on the Lions, plus 155. It takes me hmm. about 20 seconds to get to that spill. Huh? This is one of my fantasy games of the week. I, I, I feel like this oh. is just going to be... A, a big uh, I, a lot of my tournament picks from DraftKings is on this one. Well, this is this is one of the games that you want your tournament picks to be in. Um, like it feels like there's going to be a lot of points scored here. Miami, that offense is really starting to look potent. Uh, Tua is um, you know developing some rapport with those receivers. They didn't they didn't do a ton against Pittsburgh last week. They did they had an excellent first quarter and then uh, they kind of got shut down after that. So if you're a a Dolphins guy that that might have you a little bit concerned, but uh, against the Lions, I just don't think that's a concern at all. Um, so with Miami, like you, you they're going to be scoring points, and then you look at Detroit on the other side, and it feels like they're going to be scoring points too. Goff is one of those guys that uh, he's definitely hitting my streaming. Uh, he's one of my streamers for the week. A um, couple of my leagues I've got Goff going. I think he's going to have a great week. St. Brown is going to have a good week. DeAndre Swift is a full participant in practice this week. DeAndre Swift is back. So if you do have Jamal Williams, it's time to sit him. Mm-hmm. But uh, Maybe. Yeah, you, could, start, you could still, even start him in the flex if you needed to. That's probably the biggest question of this week is now that DeAndre or in this game is that now that DeAndre Swift is back, do you sit Jamal Williams? And I, I, don't, I don't know. 
I don't know. Because yeah. it, it really feels like an Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams situation all over again. <laughs> yeah, yeah you can play him if you need where, to. Where, again, Jamal Williams is the less, the less explosive of the two. Yes. You know, Aaron Jones was the, the more always the more explosive guy. But Jamal Williams just kept getting work, and mm-hmm. he just kept finding ways to score. So um, he gets enough work. They like him enough that I... If you've been writing him, I think you probably still just write him. I don't think you get scared off by DeAndre Swift being back. I think you, well, if anything, Jamal Williams is if one anything, of those guys. That, I think uh, Jamal. I think if anything, Jamal Williams suffered as much as anybody else that uh, DeAndre Swift was gone. Because you know he no, he had some good <clears throat> games when Swift was gone. There was two that were just like ooh, no. uh, I, I, the first one for sure. Because the first one against Seattle, that okay. but that game was good for everybody. Mm-hmm. So. Um, anyway, but that I think that was the only one. I thought there was one more, but right. a- anyway, not important. All, all I'm saying is, is that if you have Jamal Williams and yeah. you've been starting him, you might have a better option. Because I wouldn't. I wouldn't. He's normally a bench guy for you, so just take a look around uh, and know that Swift is back. But what I really want to talk about is uh, Mostert on the other side, because uh, Mostert is somebody that I am excited about this week. Um, with the Detroit Lions D, Detroit Lions D, uh, Mostert's been getting the the vast majority of carries for Miami. Uh, they spread out the defense for Miami does uh, with with those amazing receivers on the outside, and then you've got your track star going up the middle, and uh, he's been looking good. And I can I think he's going to look. Uh, this is going to be a great game for him. Yeah, I'm here. excited to watch this game. Yeah. Are you excited about Mostert? Yes, I okay. am. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, absolutely. I traded I. Um, I looked at his schedule uh, upcoming, and mm. it's yeah, Mostert season. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's uh, he's I I picked up Chase Edmonds in our league of record mm-hmm. because I, with as much as Miami is giving him the ball, you just kind of expect Mostert to break because he just he always does. And he's, yeah, it's, and, and it's he's a matter thir- of when. Is yeah, what and, you're he's thir- and he's thirty one now, so. Uh, but ride him while you can. Ride him while you can, and the matchups are amazing for like the next six weeks or something like that, all the way up until they're by. So we all going on the Dolphins on this one? Yeah, I am. I am not. <laughs> Very nice. I'm gonna take the Lions to get off the Schneid in this one. Okay. <clears throat> Spicy. Wow. Ken with all the lone wolf games. Next up, we have the Cardinals at the Vikings. Cardinals at plus three and a half. The over under at 49. If you're betting on the Cardinals, you're at plus 116. If you're betting on the Vikings, minus 190. And uh, to me, there's three big DFS games this week, and this is number two. Yeah. <laughs> this is the second one. This is, yes. This is um, I expect a lot of points to be scored in this one again. Um, I really like the Vikings a side. A lot of PPR points to be scored in this yes, one. Yes, yes. Um, and, and the Vikings side of the ball looks very intriguing to me. Uh, at home against that, that porous Arizona D, like I just feel like start everybody. Mm. Um, Irv Smith um, is my my, my start of the week. Like I'm, I'm starting him everywhere in DFS. Uh, uh, most of my um, – if any of my leagues where I'm streaming uh, uh, tight so ends, I've if, got him. Uh, okay, okay, let's let's take a pause real quick because we didn't talk about this during the – Ken's the, taking a timeout. The Carolina-Atlanta um, game. It's time to put Kyle Pitts on the bench. It's been time. I don't know if it's been time. He had so like he had another. 
he should have scored a touchdown in the Bengals game. Uh, he caught a ball. It was originally originally it was scored a tu- it was called a touchdown, and when they went back and looked at it, um, they decided it wasn't a touchdown. Um, but he he caught the ball at the goal line and uh, bobbled it. And when okay. he regained possession of it, he was at the half yard line or one yard line. Right. And so no touchdown. Um, so he looks a lot better if that happens. But that being said, they're just not throwing the ball enough. So you really need to wait for um, – he, really, he just needs to be on the bench until they start throwing the ball a little more. He's Once they start – if they ever start throwing the ball a little more, if that ever happens – um, him and Drake London, you know, instantly become good starts again. But I just don't know when that that's going to be. So next year, um, if you're somebody who is is the Kyle Pitts manager, it's time to put him on the I'm bench serious. and it's time to start streaming tight ends. And the one you want to do that this week with is Irv Smith, bringing us back to our game and time in. <laughs> um, and and let's like I, honestly, everybody on the Vikings side, uh, Adam Thielen is a, a really good start. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of um, smashed DFS plays. Yes, I, I, I think. totally agree. a lot of smashed DFS plays in this game from the Viking side. Yes, well, <laughs> and, and I want to bring that up one more time. Like Viking side, the Irv Smith is a big one, and Thielen is a big one because the number two wide receiver against the Arizona Cardinals yeah. tends to go off. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I expect Adam Thielen to have at least one touchdown this week. I'd be shocked if he doesn't. Um, shocked, shocked, shocked! I say. Um, so uh, I, I think it's uh, based on what we've seen um, people do to the Cardinals. I think this is going to be a good game for Dalvin Cook, too. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he's been really weird. He's been super efficient. He's been much more like Alvin Kamara minus the um, the catches the last few weeks. Right. Yeah, his snap percentage is really bizarre. He's, like, hovering the, like, 60% range now. Hmm. Um, but he's just been super efficient. Yeah, he's he's like, great he's, when he's in the game. Yeah, he's just getting it done, and maybe yeah. that's better for him. Maybe he's got more. Maybe juice. they're just managing yeah. his his yeah. workload this year. Yeah, um, and then so on the other side, um, I think it's DeAndre Hopkins, mm-hmm. and obviously you're going to start Kyler Murray, and yep. then that's pretty much it. Like, because I think the the running back room has gotten a little messy. Because I think um, yeah. Benjamin and Bo- and Ingram both did enough to be like. You know, like they deserve deserve some plays. And for, Connor, you know, even before there. he got hurt, Connor wasn't looking great. Um, no, Connor wasn't looking that great. And then, and then, but also Darrell Williams is back too. <laughs> so it's just like now, you know, I don't yeah. even, don't know exactly who they're gonna suit up. It's every, gonna spread, you know, that ball's week. gonna get spread around. Yeah. yeah, we don't know what's gonna happen. So I would, um, I would really like to not start any of the Cardinals running backs. But if I was gonna start one, it would probably be Connor. Right. And then um, besides Hopkins, uh, nope, Ertz, Ertz, yeah. And then like if you're super desperate or going DFS, Rondell Moore. I don't, man. I don't like. Probably it. just try to stay away from that. But mm. I, you know, if you if you want to, no Robbie Anderson, no Greg Dorch. Like I, I don't no, no, for sure. So no. you guys feel like it's going to be a high scoring game, but I don't hear like much confidence in the players themselves. The, uh, on the, the on Viking the side, we yeah. have a lot of confidence, and the Cardinals are just kind of by hook or by crook. You know, they just seem, you know kind they're, of seem to hang around. Score, they they hang around in games somehow. I, it, the exception of, of the Chiefs game, they've just kind of like been in every game that they've played. Mm-hmm. The so, um, <laughs> and I, I, Hopkins looks awesome. Mm-hmm. Like that, he looks great. Yep. 
ready to go. Mm-hmm. So you know, um, I almost picked Thielen, but he hasn't been a producer this season. He so no, I, he's for fantasy points. So it's um, his he's numbers been decent. Are, his numbers are atrocious. No, honestly. I, no, I have not atrocious. Him, I have him. On, he's averaging under ten yards. A yeah, catch. I I have him in in our league. If he doesn't score touchdowns for you this year, he's bad. Uh, but I mean, every been, year. It's been, no, that's not. It's been the last two or three years. Right. But, but the thing is, is, he's not scoring touchdowns this year. Are we all picking uh, Vikings on this one? I am. Yes. Okay. All on the Vikings. Oh, well, I'm just Vikings. like in, in our league. He's he's been in there six weeks, and three of the six weeks are 15, 15, and eighteen. Okay. The other three are six, nine, and six. Terrible. So. <laughs> anyway, I'm just saying that's terrible. Dude. That's somebody you want to have as your number three wide receiver on your bench. You know, that's somebody you want on your team. Yeah, I know, but you you just counted points. But what did he actually do? And like, what's his high total for receiving yards for the season? Like, oh yeah, that's just 50? not that's that's not who Thielen Thielen is. If you're counting that, he used that. to be able to. He okay. used to be a guy who could be nine catches, hundred yards, and right. two touchdowns. If you don't know, that's not Thielen anymore. It's not. But it's not. But, but, but he can that's my get point. six catches. It's like. He's, 60 yards he, and now, two right touchdowns. Now, you know what he is right now? He's Allen Robinson. <laughs> no. For, I've for got, the, what an insult. I've got both those guys. <laughs> for the Vikings. It's just he, So he's a, he's a oh, little more comfortable in his offense, so it looks better. But Allen Robinson leads the league in end zone targets. And so that that's and that's why I say that that's what he is, is because Thielen is what, that's what you think of. is like, oh, they're inside the 10. Watch out for Thielen now. Yeah. And, and he always catches it. <laughs> I, I know, but it's like it's a little bit like you know late Chris Carter. All he does catch touchdowns. Yes, yeah, I totally agree with that. Okay, so next up we have the Raiders at the Saints. Oh, but Chris Carter's numbers were much better than Adam Thielen's. <laughs> By the way, if you've never seen Chris Carter's numbers, they're they are impressive. Yeah, he's good. He was he was amazing. So we have uh, the Raiders at the Saints. Raiders are n- negative or minus one. Uh, over under at forty nine. If you're betting on the Raiders, that's minus one twenty five. And if you're betting on the Saints, plus one oh five. I like the Raiders to keep it rolling. I think, like I said last week, um, they're a team that was one four at the time, and they could have easily been four and one. Yeah. I think I think they are going to start rolling now. I think eventually the Raiders will be the second best team in the AFC West. Wow, that's a bold statement. Who are the Saints starting at quarterback? Hmm? Uh, Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton, which um, I I think they're doing by choice at this point. Uh, Winston could play if they wanted him to, but uh, they're going with Dalton for the consistency and um, hopefully less turnovers. (laughs) And also, I think to let Winston heal, I think that's a big part of it, too. He's got that back issue going on. I I Honestly, as a fan, I would be more inclined to pick the Saints to win this if they started heal. Over Dalton. <laughs> that's funny, but that's hilarious. Yeah. That's it. Um, he just he's not built to to play a full game of quarterback. <laughs> I, I don't think like it's just not because he's going to make too many mistakes. Yeah, because he's just like I think I think Andy what, Dalton is perfect. <laughs> and, and honestly, uh, <laughs> you're comparing him to the other 32 quarterbacks. I'm just saying Hill is an, is an, is honestly kind of a nice compliment to Dalton. You know what I mean? You know Dalton's just kind of the Guy that kind of gets Hill him down just, the field, and Taysom then Hill's Hill. just a really good football player, man. Yeah, he's just a really good athlete. He's, he's just a really good football player. He's like you'd like to have him on your team, and he's like one of those guys you just figure out how to get him on the field because yeah. he's going to help you win. Um, 
By the uh, way, this is my my third DFS game of the week. Like, I agree. The, so, yeah, the, the, was, those yeah. are the three games. Yes, uh, the, the last three we've done in a row. Yes. That when you're doing your DFS lineups and stuff, these are the games you should be targeting. There's going to be lots and lots yeah. of points. Yeah, and start the Saints quarterback, not the Raiders quarterback. <laughs> mm. Derek Carr just can't finish, man. I, but you want to start on Andy Dalton? I say, hey, Andy uh, Dalton, he threw three touchdowns last week. He's probably four, really, four touchdowns. He he's probably four really cheap right now, huh? He's probably hella uh, cheap. Oh, too. he was, yes. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, the Raiders are the worst team in the league against quarterbacks. The, Saint, the Saints are at home. Um, I don't think they're actually getting any more of their weapons back. It's still just going to be Alave and the dudes in the receiver core. Yeah, I think. Uh, no, I don't think Mike Thomas got, isn't going to yeah. play, and I don't think Jarvis is ready to play either. Pretty sure they got ruled out. And um, so there's that. Um, so Camaro is going to be great. Again, yay! <laughs> uh, and yeah, I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. I think it's going to come yeah, down. Feels gonna like it. Going to come down to the wire. Um, you know who I think is uh, going to be good in this game? Who's probably not getting a lot of action? Hmm. You know, is Hunter Renfro. Um, I think they've been ramping him up, um, and he he looks really good. He like he made a spectacular sliding catch uh, where he like. He slid down to catch the ball, and in the same at the end of the action, popped up and ran away from the defender that yeah. was closest closest to him. I was like, yeah, "That's yeah, that's, there you go. That's a good play." And and he's Derek Carr's guy. So especially if Darren Waller doesn't play. Well, and what about uh, Devonte Adams? Devonte looks like he's going to play. <sighs> he looks excellent. Oh, no, he's no, sick. He, he's, yeah, that's so right. That's, it looks that's, like that's he's going to play. A big thing to talk about is Devonte Adams has been sick with the flu this week. Yes. So. So temper expectations from Devontae Adams. So if Devontae's out there as more of a decoy, then maybe Hunter Renfro <laughs> is I, the guy this yes, week. Yes, and I had forgotten about that, but that was what, that is one of the reasons I was getting excited about him and Matt yes. Collins. Right, yeah. yeah I, Collins a little less. Matt Collins, Collins played a, he made I, a I he made another spectacular catch I, I for a touchdown. And he's he just he's got confidence right now. Derek Carr has confidence to go to him, like because that throw that he made, that was a tight window throw. That's a throw that Derek Carr doesn't typically make, but he would have made it for Darren Waller, but he made it for Mac Hollins, and Mac Hollins, you know, paid him off yeah. by making the catch. He looks good. He looks like a right. monster. So are we all picking Raiders on this game? Uh, I am picking the Raiders for sure. Oh, man. he doesn't want to. I'm actually really torn on this one. Yeah. Uh, it, it's one of those that. Like logic, like looks like it's the Raiders, but man, I feel like it's the Saints. Um, I just don't like anything the Saints are doing right now. I know they just kind of feel like they're going to figure out how to lose. All right, I'm going to go Raiders. Sorry. You know, well, I mean, I think the the Raiders right now are consistently. Sorry, Juan, if you're listening, you know. <laughs> I think the Raiders right now are consistently trending upwards, and the Saints are kind of just still on the heartbeat. You know, so. Yeah, That's yes, from a safe- I, I think the Raiders are building. And like even when they lost that game to the Chiefs, you know, you could see they had confidence in that game. You know, they, they took some shots uh, and they were I, I think they're a team that walked away from that game thinking we should have beat them, you know, and like we can't wait to see them again. And I so, yeah, I, I think the Raiders going to be on a, on a roll for a while. All right. On. Well, give me a second while I find the Patriots. There we are. OK, so. 
Next game up, Patriots at the Jets. Uh, Patriots minus two and a half, the over-under at 40. And if you're betting on the Patriots, it's minus 135. And you're betting on the Jets, plus 115. Blech. We just just talked about three offensive games in a row, and now we come to this game. (laughs) And and that's what it's going to be. This game's going to be terrible offensively. Uh, It definitely looks it. I mean, can we um, can we get like uh, can we play taps for a second for Brees Hall? You know, yeah, for, no, for the, for why? The was he military at any point? Huh? No, <laughs> it's just like get him a twenty-one gun salute or something like that. He just he deserves it. He's oh a, man, he looks so good. But, uh, yeah. And he and he gave us one last gem. You know that yeah. sixty that touchdown. Oh my god, that touchdown run! Like that was just. Whew. Now we'll see that him was, next year. That you know who that reminded me of? Hmm. Adrian Peterson. Okay. Because it like he had uh, in, on that run, he made uh, like he he bounced to the outside, made a cut up the field, broke through like had the speed and the burst to break through to get into the secondary, mm-hmm. and then just ran right through a shoulder tackle, and then got right back up to top speed to run yeah. away run from away the from safety. Him, yeah. I was like. My God, this guy is not fair, yep. you know, and it's it's just it's sad. Yeah, it's, it's really sad. Quarter later, yeah, it's really really sad to watch him go down. Um, and with him, you know, I like it's really up in the air now what the Jets are going to do. Yeah. Um, my move after that happened was to go back and pick up Garrett Wilson all over the place mm-hmm. because I just can't imagine how they don't throw the ball more now. You know, they I, I they have to. They're going to have to throw the ball more now. Except that they still have Zach Wilson, right? Huh? They still have Zach Wilson. I, you know, um, <laughs> his the the numbers I, um, over and over and over again right now like are not panning out. But every game I, I watch, I, I find something that that he does where I'm like, like just tickled by. You I know, love like, that you're so in love with him. Yeah. Like it's, um, I find and, it so, and so this one that I and um, somebody's got to be. And uh, so this one this week is. It was third and three, and uh, he drops back. The pocket breaks down. He rolls out. He runs away from the defender, and he starts to run out of room. And rather than just throw the ball away immediately as he was running out of room, he knew he realized that he had a little bit of time, and so he backpedaled a little bit. And so he and just used as much of the time that he had before the defenders closed in on him as he okay. possibly could. And then while backpedaling, rifled a ball 25 yards downfield from where he was. And it, it was like it would have had to have been a good catch, but Kelsey makes that catch. Right. And it would have been a first down. And so, it, like, there's no, there's, it, it turned out to, it's not a highlight at all that's going to exist anywhere. And, but I think it probably would have been had the catch been made because yeah. it was like, it was that impressive of a play. And it's, and he, and like I said, he keeps doing things like that where he's like, his mind is not compromised in compromising situations in the game. And then, coupled with that, he has elite talent. Like when I, the, the way that it, what that reminded me of was Aaron Rodgers. that, like he has, right. like he's okay. like, he's got some, he's got juice, man. I like him. I like him a lot. 
Like he's going to get there. I really do believe that he's going to get there. We'll see. We'll and see. now with Brees Hall being gone, they might have to throw the ball more and just let him do it. Let him go. Just let him go. So are we all going Jets? No. No, I think this is like I feel bad about it, but I think this is where the ride ends. Like they're they, I think their winning streak is four games. Now. Yep. And I I do think that the Patriots are going to confuse them enough, and with them trying to figure out their new offensive, you know, um, I'll own Wolf this game. Offensive oh, cool. scheme or game. like how how they're going to break everything down. I think the Patriots are going to get them. And game. just we, we kind of left out fantasy real quick. I, I just want to say that uh, there's no fantasy aspects. Yes, yeah, so there's like uh, you look at the Patriots. You don't want to start anybody. There's a couple of pieces that you could start if you had to Stevenson Edwards, but like you don't want to start anybody. And uh, um, Jets, I think you can say the exact same thing. Stevenson, you've been riding Car- for a while, maybe so it's Carter. Hard to put, it's hard start, to just put but... him back on the bench. And even and Damian Harris did play on Monday night, and Stevenson still produced more than twenty points. And and he, without doing it on the ground, a lot of it was receiving. So, like I was saying, like I still think that the, that's going to be there for him. So, I still think you start Ramondre Stevenson. I would not start Damian Harris yet. I would like he's on and the shelf start until Carter? we see. Um, I would start Carter. Yeah, because I, I because my like I said, probably I probably have to. When I say I imagine they have to throw the ball more, they still might not. And if they don't, then Michael Carter is going to touch the ball fifteen plus times. And, and honestly, and um, he's electric. Michael Carter like, does look good. I like, like the him. times I, that I, I've seen him touching the ball. I've been he's he looks so much better this year than he did last. He's got year. juice, man, because he so. looks like he knows where he's going. Yeah, is really what it yeah, is, is the thing. He's a he's so. a shifty runner. He looks like he's got good vision and he's got speed. He's he's very fast. Um, he's just okay. not very big. So he's not somebody yeah. like Brees Hall was a guy you could load him up, give him twenty five carries. Right, you know Carter has to He'll, share the workload. Yes, yep. and that's why they went out and got James Robinson. Yeah, so which you so don't want to start. I so them <laughs> going and getting James Robinson tells me that they're going to continue to try and run the ball a lot for sure. And that's so that's I would start Michael plan. Carter. But if you're somebody who like, um, if you like, I don't know if you have a roster spot or something like that, you know. I think Garrett Wilson's interesting again. I think Elijah Moore is interesting again. He's going to play. Um, Corey Davis is hurt, so that's why I think Elijah Moore is interesting. But I think I do think Garrett Wilson is very interesting. Though. So keep an eye on those Jets pass, passing uh, receivers just in case, but uh, yeah, not and, this week. And watch Zach Wilson play because it's fun. <laughs> He's fun to play. He's fun to watch, dude. He is fun to watch. All right. Sorry about that, Ray. Next game. So next up we have the Steelers at the Eagles. The Steelers plus 10 and a half the over under at 43 and a half and if you're betting on the Steelers plus 400 and if you're betting on the Eagles minus 500 wow plus 400 wow you might want to think about betting on the Steelers on this one that is disrespect <laughs> with those odds and, and here that's let, a lot of disrespect and, and let me say that the Steelers have been playing better that defense has been playing better yep uh, oh yeah they held, they held the Dolphins down is vulnerable uh, as good as it has looked at times, like it's still Jalen Hurts back so, there. He's t- he's capable of making let some me big tell mistakes. You, I actually really like this matchup for the Steelers mm-hmm. because the Steelers still have Cam Hayward up front. Yep. Um, so the I don't think that the Eagles are going to just be able to run the ball the way that they've been able to run the ball so far this year. They've had a lot of success. And if you look at the Dallas game, when they didn't have success running the ball on first and second down, and you put Jalen Hurts in third and long, that's he struggles. He does. He just he struggles. He's yeah. not. He's not 
if his first and second read, you know, his real his quick reads are not open for him, he struggles. I completely agree. Um, so I could definitely see the Steelers shutting down their run game and forcing him to pass. Mike Tomlin is an excellent, excellent, excellent defensive coach. Yep. So um, so the question really comes to whether Pittsburgh can put up enough offense. You know what I mean? Can Pittsburgh put 24 to points win the on game, the board? I, actually, I do. I think they can. I think Pittsburgh can beat them. Um, I do too. So we're so, but the thing was, we're talking fantasy wise. I think it's important for people to just not like think that Pittsburgh is just a you know auto start your guys mm-hmm. against them defense. So you know, um, people should be tempering their expectations a little bit on guys like Miles Sanders and AJ Brown and yep. and Najee Harris. Um, well, I was just saying the Eagles guys, so Jalen Hurts. I'm, I'm just saying both sides. In both this, sides. Honestly, yeah, yeah um, the guy that I'm most excited about, there's two in this game that I would definitely start, um, and that's Pickens and Fryermuth. I'm starting both of those guys. Fryermuth, for sure, the, the Moose. The, the I, moose I, uh, I just think that the, the, um, the Steelers are going to have to throw the ball, and Pickett just really loves to throw the ball to Pickens. That's his guy. And, and, and Moose. I, I completely agree uh, there. Um, if you're going to start anybody from the Steelers, those are the first two to to uh, to start. Um, and then on the Eagles side, I mean, it, just that offense has been rolling. And fantasy wise, it's hard not to start your your Eagles. Mm-hmm. Um, Agreed. You're, you're going to have to probably start them. But um, I'm just saying that they might not have the huge day that everybody's predicting. Everyone's saying that they're just going to roll over the Steelers, with which the Steelers could being happen. Ten but, and a half point underdogs in their own state. Yeah, you know, there's going to be yeah, they're going to be fired up. I agree. I agree. And like I said, I wish I could take the points on this game. I'm going to take the Steelers anyway. I mean, obviously, they're the long shot. They're ten and a half point dogs. Uh, I, I am going to take my boys here. But um, I, I have so proud. Of I have reasons to have hope in this I, game. I want to. Be, I want to join you. I'm not going to. Right. But I want to. Yeah. I like. No, I'm going to join you. I'm joining you. I'm picking Are you the Steelers. Really? I'm picking the wow. Steelers too. Yeah. Wow. Because you know, Ray's got to feel great everybody, about that. Level everybody everybody knows that I, I hate the Eagles. <laughs> that's true. I hate the Eagles. You and know, I, and that's I do being true to Ken. I lo- I love you for that. And I <laughs> and I do feel good about the Steelers' op- chances to yes. to win this game. I do. Um, like Nick's, we'll see what Nick, Nick Sirianni does with the week off to prepare for the Steelers, but. They're, they have a rookie quarterback, so there's not, I don't think there's much you yeah. can do. You know, like there's not a whole lot of tape on him yet. He's still figuring stuff out. It's like he's, <laughs> still, he's still changing from game to game. And, and just to say something about him is is uh, Pickett does look good. Like like I feel like he's got some some definite he's got juice. Yeah, he does. And um, you know juice. he's definitely learning. He's going to make a lot of mistakes this year. He's going to look gonna throw really good picks. losing to Zach Wilson over the next ten years. <laughs> 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 but uh, as a Steeler fan, I like Pickett, and uh, I like the future. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. You should. Yeah. You should. So next up, we got Titans at Texans. Ooh, a couple Cowboy games. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> minus three for the Titans with the over-under at 40.5, 40 and a half. Um, if you're betting on the Titans, you're at minus 145. And if you're betting on the Texans, that's plus 125. Do you guys remember like three weeks ago the Titans were one and two and they were playing the Raiders at one and two and we yep. were like this is a you know this it was a cornered animal game you know mm-hmm. and I remember saying like I just I don't feel like you know this Mike Vrabel coach team just fell off just completely fell right. off I feel like they're gonna figure it out and you know, th- sure enough 
three weeks later, they're four and two playing the Texans. Yes. You know, so things are looking much better. Um, <clears throat> those poor, poor Texans. I, they're going to get fucking stomped. Oh, yeah. Th- this week this week looks bad. And, like, we, we were talking about Derrick Henry last week, and he had a decent week. Um, he didn't quite have one of his weeks, but he, he And here's good. the thing to know, like, the, the important thing to know is that um, Tennessee offensively has come to the conclusion that they have to ride Derrick Henry. For sure. Yeah. They have like and they've and Derrick Henry has bought into it. The offensive coordinators bought into it. Um, they talked about it during the the, the broadcast um, in the Colts game. Um, they're going to ride Derrick Henry yep. until the wheels fall off. If they if they're going to fall off, and I don't think they're going to. He's just a monster. This week, like a monster. and yeah, and he bullies the Texans already. Um, he like with when the when the Titans were looking to get other people the ball occasionally. Derrick Henry bullied the Texans. So this just like this sets up as one of those like, you know, Lucy holding the football for Charlie Brown situations because it's so easy, right? It's so easy. Like you just got to be able to kick that ball, right? right. Derrick Henry versus the Texans. And that's the only thing that would keep you from doing it is like, oh, this is too easy. I can't do it. But just do it. Yeah, start, I, I was start, say, I, I start Derrick Henry everywhere. You, so I mean, good. and I'm not saying, and I'm not even sta- saying like season long. Obviously, in season long, Derrick Henry's auto start. But I'm talking about DFS. Like he's such a good play in DFS this yes, week. Like just he ha- everywhere. He this has week. like he has to be worth it in DFS. Yep. Um, Which on the other side means that Damian, Pierce might Pierce Damian, might Damian not be Pierce as good. is the real deal. And I agree. I, I remember I told, is, I told I told you this he's a better couple weeks ago. I don't think the game script matters. I th- um, uh, what I they were down twenty four to three okay. to, to the Chargers and just didn't stop giving him the ball. He also catches the ball out of the backfield. Okay, he's just the reason, and the reason that they're not going to go away from that is because he's just their best playmaker. Like when you when you actually look when their guys that could have the ball in their hand have the ball in their hand, he's the best. So they're going to put the ball in his hands. He's the best player they have. I just think there's a decent decent chance that he gets the ball 18 times and has 55 yards. I think there's a decent chance of that too. Yeah. I but I mean you have I, I think I just, you I have to start power. him. It's just Tennessee, but Tennessee hasn't been that stout. Um, they looked better last week. They, they, they've been they've they look, been improving as the year goes. They better on. last week because the Colts for whatever reason didn't run the football. But Jonathan Taylor had 10 carries for 60 yards. Kind of funny, huh? What the heck are they doing? I. Do. I, and I told you we talked about this like last week, not to like go go too far back or you know it's, I guess it's fine. We're talking we're talking about the Colts next, so um, uh, we didn't know what they were going to do. The Colts and their their offense like with when Jonathan Taylor is breaking runs like he was breaking runs last week, give him the ball again, right? Like they were just getting so cute and seems like, obvious. They were able to, and I feel bad for Matt Ryan losing losing his job because. He, he didn't do anything that I haven't seen Derek Carr do his whole goddamn career. Yeah. He didn't do anything that I haven't seen Derek Carr like do last week. Yeah. So like for him to like lose his job permanently over that game was a little silly. Like I think that I, was, I, I, I think I, that was I, the owner saying I, that they had too many wins and honestly, like what the heck like, are we doing here? We're, uh, we're yeah. trying to get drafted. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're taking guys. We're taking. We're gonna get a real quarterback for serious. For serious exactly. Um, but 
uh, the, it just looked like the, I felt like they put him in bad situations. Like they asked Matt Ryan to do things that they sh- right. more than they should be asking him to do, especially when Jonathan Taylor is standing behind him. And so, just real quick in but, this game, uh, fantasy wise, I mean, honest, that's it, honestly, dude. It's fantasy Damian, wise, it's Damian Pierce and excuse me, Damian Pierce for the Texans. Brandon Cooks, maybe yes, but he's questionable. Yeah, he's kind of hurt. Yep. Like and then Derrick Henry on the other side. And uh, that's just what I want to bring up is that's really what you're looking at in this game is those three players and nobody else. And that's it. So next, right. next up we have Washington at the Colts. Oh, if you, uh, Washington hmm. plus two and a half, the over under at 39 and a half. If you're betting on the commanders, you're at plus 125. And if you're betting on the Colts, minus 145. I'm so disappointed that the commanders aren't one and six. Because <laughs> they should be. They should be. They beat the Packers. <laughs> they right. shouldn't have. The um, that so <laughs> that Packers game should have. Um, so it's funny. Like people, is there, anybody, Rogers, Rogers is saving himself. Anybody who believes that <laughs> momentum <laughs> is not a thing, watch that Packers Commanders game because the Packers dominated the first like twenty minutes of that game, and then there was a really bad penalty on uh, pick six, the second pick six mm-hmm. of the of the game. And it was going to be the Packers were going to go up 21 to three. And instead, the commanders kept the ball and punched it in. So now it's 14 10. Yes. And the game just was completely different. The energy was completely different. The commanders, like after they scored that touchdown, they were fired up. They played better. They played just tougher on defense. And the Packers weren't like killing them on offense up to that point, but they were moving the ball. And then after that, they just really struggled to do anything the rest of the game um so um but you know that that good good on them for being able to you know turn it around and and take that game from the packers um and sad times for the packers but uh this game stinks agreed another one the colts replacing their quarterback just makes me want to vomit for like fantasy purposes because fantasy it's like, for sure because now you just don't know what to do because like their game like their offensive game plan the last three weeks and even with jonathan taylor coming back was to throw 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 now they're switching they're going to bring ellinger in so are they going to throw run 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 or yeah so it could be yeah jonathan taylor again you know it could be yeah or it could just be really bad with yeah. them throwing the ball a bunch. And honestly, I kind of see him just like I kind of see them doing that. Like because they've been making such bad decisions that I kind of see the Colts like going out there and going, "Well, this is our offensive philosophy now. We're not going to we don't we've decided we don't want to run Taylor into the ground. So we're just going to let Sam go out there and wing it." And then like him just like, you know, not knowing where he's going in the pocket and running into you know a clothesline or something like that and getting knocked out of the game and Matt Ryan has to come back anyway. Maybe, but but you know Ellinger is a running quarterback, right? I do. He, I, he's I, a very I, mobile, I, very running quarterback. I know, he, but he's, he's still going to have a lot but of he's runs. Still, he's 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 still young and and like I think they're going to run. You never crap know. Out of the ball. You just never know what and what a rookie quarterback is going to do. What a and I don't think he's a rookie. I think he's second year, right? I don't even know. I think this is his second year. Um, but you never know what a, um, a new starting quarterback is going to do. And I always think of like um, Sam Darnold against the Patriots on Monday night when he's seeing ghosts. Yeah, yeah. You know, 
because they see things and they don't they don't always see they don't always see exactly what's happening correctly and so you just never know and if they ask him to throw the ball that many times against the commanders they won't defensive line that is that good they might have to throw the ball though because they might be behind yeah but e- um, even then they're going to want to they're, they're going to be like Atlanta and just want so, to run the ball um, I think. fantasy wise you, I think you start in Jonathan Taylor I think you're cringe starting Michael Pittman. I yeah. think you're really pissed off that Matt Ryan. If you have an option on Pittman, because like if you're somebody who was like going like yeah, it's I'm gonna lean. I'm 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 at the point where I want to start Alec Pierce or I want to start Paris Campbell. Now that Sam Ellinger is in there, Ellinger. I've been saying it wrong a bunch of times. Me Ellinger. Um, now you can't start those guys. Like you can't start Alec Pierce. You can't start um, Paris Campbell. As good as no. Paris Campbell looks, and he looks awesome. Yeah, by the way. Um, worthless now and then on the other side you uh you got exactly what you wanted out of uh heineke because he was throwing to mclaurin when mclaurin was triple covered last week like he just doesn't care where's terry i'm throwing terry the ball start terry yeah so start terry mclaurin um and then i think this is i think brian robinson this is a good game for brian robinson uh, and I wouldn't then, want you know to. Start, I wouldn't want to start him if I could help. I it. think we're getting close to the point where you actually can start both, or you can start him and Gibson, Oof. because G- Gibson's just—he's been super efficient. Mm. Like he's no, still. No, I, I agree. He's but. been. A, he has been a startable fantasy option. All three games that Brian Robinson has played, no, yeah. both games. It's only been two games. Both games that, that Brian Robinson has played, he's been a startable fantasy option. But based on so, pure pure efficiency, I yes, and you I, know what I mean, and, like but, getting the ball on the goal line, and like, man, talk about a nervous no, start. He's not getting that, the ball. That, that not, will make your butt. He's pucker. not. He's not getting the ball on the goal line. He's getting pass plays designed for him. He, he so he's running real routes. I, I thought I saw him on the goal line a couple of times um, too. They brought him in. It looked like he was the better goal line runner. I thought. But Brian Robinson's the supposed. That's supposed to be his deal. Oh, I, that's supposed to be where he's yeah, good. I'm not sure. He's supposed what to be the power Robinson's a power running back. Like, yeah, I don't know. He's not impressing me yet. Not so. yet. But he. That's what I'm saying. I wouldn't want to start him. But he's getting a lot of work. Um. Are we? Do we go over on that game? Are we? Yeah, yeah we're, we're way over, over on that. That's time. terrible. I, I hate um, this time on the Commanders. We didn't even pick. Oh uh, God! We have to pick this game. I'm gonna pick the Commanders. And again, I feel gross about it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I can. I'm going to pick the Commanders, but I can see the Colts winning this game. And yeah, yeah, for sure. I think we all can. But you this, know, this feels it's like at a the Colts. It's one of those like stadium games. This, yeah, like I said, this, this feels like one of those games where something stupid could decide the game. Yeah. If, if you were to tell me the weather is going to be terrible, random turn over there, then I would probably pick the Colts. But I don't They're even indoors. know what the weather is. Colts are indoors. Yeah, Lucas, oh, right, Lucas yeah. Oil Stadium, bro. Yep. I still probably would pick the Colts if the weather was terrible. Um, um, sweet game. So next up, we have San Francisco 49ers at the LA Rams. Minus one San Francisco. Um, over under is 42. If you're betting on the Niners, minus 115. If you're betting on the Rams, minus 105. So um, no Debo Samuel. 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 No Debo. This weekend, which makes me sad. Which make which is one of the reasons why I feel the Rams is going to take this. This line is a historical line. Yeah, it's um, it's purely based off. What's of, the line? Uh, well, the uh, minus one for the uh, Rams. It's minus one for the 49ers. Niners. Real, the Niners, Niners are, are favored. favored. Yeah, yep. I, it's a historical thing, right? Because the Rams haven't beat the 49ers um, in a regular season in three Forty- years, wow. going on four years. 
Vegas is favoring the 49ers in this game with no yes, sir. De- with no Debo. Yep. I don't like that. Hmm. I don't like that. I don't like the pick. I I have a hard time picking the 49ers without Debo. They're just I a, think McCaffrey is going to be a huge deal this week. I was playing still, him down last week. He's still just getting started. They have the bye week coming up after this game. I agree. So he's going to be I, better, but okay. The way the way the, mm. the way the NFL works, it's very cyclical, right? And once they get into the season, they're grinding. Like Monday means this, Tuesday means this, Wednesday means this. I got you right. Such and such and such. Yep. Right. Uh, so even though they've had a week, like I, I'm sure that he's picked up some more of the offense. I don't expect full Christian McCaffrey until week ten, until they come back from the bye. Like I. So I would agree with that with too, but De- I think there's going to be a big chunk with of Debo being one. out. My expectation is that Brandon Ayuk will get a bunch of work, and because probably not wrong because he does a lot of the things that Debo does. He can do them like he they and they, McCaffrey's going to do a lot of that stuff that he does as well in the I, backfield. I'm, and whatnot, I, you know? I'm not saying don't start McCaffrey. I'm just <laughs> well, obviously I'm not. just I'm saying, saying I don't like I'm. Like I, McCaffrey's going to get a lot of work and it's going to look good fantasy wise. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean the 49ers are going to score touchdowns. Debo is different. I agree. He's like, He's good. you know, yeah, um, somebody, uh, some page that I follow or something like that shared a video um, comparing him to Jerry Rice. And it was pretty good. It was compelling. Yeah. Uh, his, like his touchdowns, like, uh, I did, and I didn't remember that about Jerry Rice. I didn't remember how hard he ran. He was such a hard runner. Like he always looked like he was running as hard as he could, and he um, and he would just run into people. Like if it meant getting, like if he if you were between him and the first down and him in the, the end zone, he was going to try and run through yeah. you. You know, um, I think all the players in that generation were harder runners. Uh, yeah, but Jerry, it looks a little Der, Jerry Rice is Debo Samuel's size, where he's you know six foot and uh, and I, Jerry Rice was smaller. He was like I think just right at two hundred pounds, whereas Debo's like two twenty. So that that's a little different. But um, but anyway, like he has that that kind of ability. Like once the ball is in his hand, is mm-hmm. that he can score from anywhere. Like yeah. there, like he's done it that many times. There are that many highlights of Debo Samuel scoring that he can score from anywhere. Oh, he's great. Yeah, he's so when the 49 so not having him on, on you know, it, it's just it that diminishes your ability to score for sure. But they added another superstar, and Kittle is starting to uh, to come on. Like you said, Ayuk's gonna go in there and take that spot. Like I say, I, I think the Niners' offense is going to do well. Um, maybe not what they could with, with him, with you know, with Debo, but uh, I think they're gonna do well. And on the Rams side, um, Gosh, man, it's it's hard. I mean, obviously, you're starting Cooper Cup. I'm still waiting on Kyron Williams. You're starting Cooper Cup. You might have to start Henderson, but I wouldn't want to in this matchup. Dude, you can start Ben Skoranek. <laughs> I just picked him up. I know. I saw yeah. him. And he, no, he was he scored in the last game against uh, the, the Panthers before the break. Before the I, other th- I think the Rams are starting to use him as like, fuck, we need to give the ball to somebody He's else. the security blanket. <laughs> yeah. he's, the, like, he's the dump off guy. So with that, um, we do have some questions from YouTube. Cool. Should I trade CMC? My personal belief is you should just bench him this game and then probably start starting. I would the... no. I just start him. Oh, I would there you too. Go. I, yeah. I'd start him I, this game. I, 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 I was the guy saying not to start him last week, and I'm saying start his him this value. Week. I, if anything, right now his value's down, and so you don't want to trade him. 
because oh. I think if any, anybody who's going to be trying to trade for him is going to be trying to get a deal out of you rather than you know being like, I'm paying up for Christian McCaffrey because you, they have <laughs> expectations, they might be seeing it as like you're trying to sell. And, and um, honestly, I just hold on yeah, to him and enjoy th- the ride. Yeah, I, I think, think it, it's going to be th- a fun, fun ride coming up. I, I would want to have I, a piece I of it. 100% agree. Like I don't, th- like I, I don't think you're going to get full-blown Christian McCaffrey yet in this game. But once after after they get past the bye, he's going to get the ball a ton, mm-hmm. a ton. I, but I still think that this is going to be like a 15-ish touch game. I don't think it's going to be 20-plus. I, I think it's going to be 15 to 20, and they're going to be more valuable touches than they were last week. Yes, he got up to 10 last week. Mm-hmm. But if you watch the game, those those 10 touches weren't very valuable. No, like they were, it was a lot of runs. Yeah, well, and it yeah. was runs up the gut. It was, it was very, very basic stuff. And I yeah. think he's going to have a little bit more on his plate this week. He'll get a few more touches and, just, yeah. and, and some more advanced touches. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's going to start. You're going to like, ooh. And then you're right. After the after the bye week, oh my god, it's going to be great. So the reason why he's asking is because he has uh, he feels he needs a stud wide receiver, and uh, Sutton and Metcalf Sutton and Metcalf are the reason he's on a two game losing streak. Mm. Yep, yep. Uh, yeah, without um, yeah, that's that's a rough spot to be in. Um, I without it's hard to say what to do without knowing the rest of your team. Um, hmm. But uh, all I would say is that I think Christian McCaffrey. Um, this is, is what it'd be easy. So if you remember the lineup from earlier, I don't. Um, I think it was Boyd. Um, oh yeah, the, you're going to start Boyd and um, Olave. Yeah, yeah. You honestly, seem like, you're, like you, you seem like you're in good shape this weekend. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mess with anything this week. Mm-mm. No, those um, those guys are going to come back. You're fine. You don't want to. You don't want to do anything crazy. Like I, I, I totally don't, agree. I, 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 don't, I don't know what your McCaffrey yeah, and, I don't know and, what your record is. And, and that's also a big thing. And um, so real quick, um, there was a lot of inter- uh, injuries this week. There were a ton of injuries this week. Um, and um, they hit one of my teams really, really hard. Our, in our league of record, I am the owner of Jamar Chase, Debo Samuel, and Ezekiel Elliott. So essentially, um, like, with Debo and Zeke, what's likely going to happen is they're like they're both going to miss this weekend. Then they have the bye next week, so it's it's essentially they're going to be off for two weeks. Right. And then Jamar Chase is a candidate for IR, so he could miss four to six weeks. Now, just um, real quick, so everything, gonna, I, everything I saw said four to six weeks, but they said they did not put him on IR. They expect that he, they might be they might be able. He might him be back a week. super fast healer. Yeah, I know. Exactly. I know. Well, seems crazy to me, I, but got to throw it I think out it's, there. I think what's going to happen is it's going to play out this week, and we'll find out next week what they're actually going to do. Uh, and they have their bye week in week ten. Okay. So, so next question. Um, so what, I'll, what I was going to say real quick, uh, we have one other question. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, what. Uh, what's the best flex out of these three? Kali Freeman, Marquise Goodwin, or James Robinson? I oh, I want to say Robinson, but I don't know what he's going to do. So I, and I will say Goodwin because DK is hurt and um, he showed a connection with uh, with Gino last week and scored two touchdowns. Oh, Goodwin Robinson. Who was the other one? Kali Freeman. Oh my gosh. 
God, is that a deep league? It feels like you should be able to find something better on the waiver wire. Yeah, is that like am four, I wrong there? Is like a fourteen team league. It should there should be somebody better. Like because our like league, our be league is hyper competitive. Yeah. Like constantly in our league, um, uh, we listen to a lot of different you know podcasts. You know, mm-hmm. to get information for ourselves, and in uh, <laughs> constantly people are talking about on other podcasts guys that haven't been available in our league for weeks. Right. And I feel like I there's nobody that has to start Khalif Raymond. <laughs> yeah. And we do three wide receivers and a flex. Yeah. So there's got to be somebody better. Um, like look just, for Boyd out there. I like. Look um, for... I really like Sammy Watkins this weekend. Ooh. Um, okay. So Alan Lazard could miss the game. Um. Aaron Rodgers has been upset with guys making mistakes. The younger guys making mistakes, and it's a revenge game. Yeah, I I love revenge games. There, there's something real there. Like guys, do you really? It's get, a nice narrative. Guys, but that's, they that's, get up for they get up for their, for their former teams, the, the teams that cut them and stuff like and, that. And Sammy, and especially a guy ugh. like Sammy Watkins, who's the same age as Stefan Diggs, and like once upon a time, oh, he looks ten years older. Well, he once upon a time was supposed to be the you know the upcoming star in Buffalo. Yeah. So anyway. Um, yeah, sorry, we're not a lot of help there, but I, <sighs> I would definitely scour the waiver wire one mm-hmm. more time. It feels like there's there's got to be I a better would, starter like, out there. Over Khalif Raymond, I'd rather start Mac Collins. Yeah, this yeah. weekend, um, I'd rather start Rondale Moore. But and Rondale Moore is somebody yeah. who's you know in our league hasn't been available all season. <laughs> and then uh, what's uh, Wandale Robinson? Right? Wandale Robinson, if he's I mean, still available, he, he could be like, out he's there. Probably not available anymore, but if he is, like he's somebody to pick up and start for sure. Um, I'm just trying to think of who might be on your waiver wire that you'd, you'd want to kind of go after in, in, instead Parrish of Parrish Campbell. Got. Well, not no, not anymore. Not this week, but no, not not the rest of the season. No, I mean, I, like I said, I'm confident Sam Ellinger is going to get hurt and give the job back to Matt Ryan. <laughs> okay, well, if Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan ain't going, Matty Ice ain't going out like that, right? All right, I'm just telling you, I'm telling you, <laughs> Matty Ice ain't going out like All that. All right, hopefully that he helped a little he bit. Ain't brother. no punk. So um, back to the Niners Rams game. Who are you guys picking? I, I hate to do this to you, brother, but I'm I'm going to take the Niners. No Debo, no Niner pick for me. I'll take the Rams at home. <laughs> I don't have to. I, and this it's, game and it, for me, it really is all about Debo because I I really think that that offense is like is just so limited without him. All right. So next up, we have the New York Giants. The six and one, the six and one New York Giants against the four and three Seahawks coming off smashing the Chargers. They pounded the Chargers. Yep. So the Giants are plus three. The over under is a forty four and a half. If you're betting on the Giants, that's plus one thirty five, and you're betting on the Seahawks minus one fifty five. Uh, I think the first thing you got to do is bring up injuries. Uh, Seahawks, we've got DJ Metcalf out, which is huge. And Tyler Lockett, uh, and still, Tyler hurt. Lockett is still hurt coming so back from another that Mark hamstring. Goodwin. He is not 100%. Um, and Goodwin, okay, so if Goodwin is your number one target, like, granted, he's going to get some targets. He pumps him up a little bit more. I'm not and, saying and, he's going to be Sorry, just back to our old lister. Yeah, you're, you're probably going to take Goodwin out, out of those choices. Um because he is going to get the targets, but man, I just I don't have a lot of faith in that kind of talent. Um, uh, He's more I, talented than you. Sure, sure. That that says nothing. But <laughs> He's more talented than you. <laughs> um, 
So, so we're talking about a man's talent, like he ain't got no talent, like he's got some talent. He, he hey, got. anyone in the NFL, I give mad props to. But, All right, there uh, it is. I've, go on. But this is fantasy, sir, and so I am going to disparage <laughs> so this these amazing sucks. athletes. Yes. <laughs> um, so I, Seahawks, um, I think they're going to take a downgrade this week. Um, I, th- I think that um, losing those receivers is going to be huge for them. Uh, I mean, obviously, you're starting Walker. Um, but I would temper my expectations this week. I hate to say that because I have him everywhere and I love that guy, but um, I, I think that that's going to be their offense, and I think the Giants are going to be able to key off of uh, key off of him. Dude, you uh, can't stop Kenneth Walker. Uh, I hope you're have right. You watched? I do. No, he looks great. He looks great. But he, but even like last week, he, he was bottled up. Uh, I want to say he was like 14 for, for 60 a, or something, and then he broke for the long a while. Run. You can bottle him up for okay. a while. I, like I say, I, I much like hope you're right. Barry Sanders. <laughs> no, and I, I it's, it's it's not um, respectful to compare people to Barry Sanders. But uh, and no, I've never seen another running back look anything like Barry Sanders. Right. Like he's one of a kind for sure. Um, but Kenneth Walker has some like lightning fast and powerful cuts. Like yeah, he, he, he does. Like, uh, yeah, he can he could fight in the phone booth. And um, then on the other side, you've got Barkley, who is looking amazing. So you've got t- probably I two know. of the I'm top t- five running backs in the NFL playing in this game. You know, <clears throat> yeah, I'm excited to watch it for that reason. Like, uh, I, I really want to watch this game. Um, I don't want to pick it. I hate picking this game. Because I'm starting to like watching both teams. I've been like I've been like I was killing Daniel Jones at the beginning of the season, mm-hmm. and that's because like when I watch Daniel Jones, I see a player who has all the tools, right? And then he just like trips on the turf and lands. And <laughs> yes, that is just that that up until, but uh, up until the last few weeks, that has been the story of Daniel Jones. Mm-hmm. Is that basically that you know that breakaway run in Philadelphia where he tripped over yep. the grass? You know, the last few weeks he looks like an NFL quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Giants are talking about re-signing him now. He looks like an NFL <laughs> yeah. quarterback, dude. Like I kind of want to trade for him in Dynasty. Mm. Like he he looks legit, uh, and um, if they've they've got a real offensive mind in Brian Dable, he's got the best running back in football in Saquon Barkley. Um, they're going to start putting weapons around him. Like it could, like the Giants could start to look really, good. really good. Yeah. You know. And I'll tell you what. The NFC East is starting to look really I, I think this might they, be the first time this year, but I'm going to take the Giants, I, and which means they're going to lose. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll take the Seahawks at home. So There you so, go. So I'll pick against you. Ray? He's, gonna, he's Ray, not going to pick the, the Seahawks. Giants, he's yeah. a Rams fan. Well, you know, I kind of was on the Seahawks bandwagon there for a while. You know, I don't remember the first couple of weeks, but I am picking the Giants. I am picking the Giants. So, but Seahawks at home—that's going to be tough, even yeah, for the Giants. Well, but yeah. I'm a believer in the Giants now. I mean, we said that a few weeks ago. Like, if the, you know, they, they're going to come in and they're going to be—it's uh, going to be a 17 to 16 game. Enjoy. Um, this one. The no Seattle and Giants. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I agree. Okay, new game. So next up, we have the Green Bay Packers um, at Buffalo Bills. Uh, Green Bay plus 11, (laughs) uh, over under at 47. 
Uh, Green Bay Packers plus 380 if you're betting on them and minus 475 if you're betting on the Bills. Has an Aaron Rodgers-led team ever been plus 11? No. Ever. It's the first <laughs> time hilarious. It's, it's the first time in his career that he has been a double-digit underdog. Wow. The first time in his career. Kind of awesome. Uh, that's great. Yeah, it's time for him to leave the Packers. It was time for him to leave the Packers three or four seasons ago. Uh, they just re-signed him. You know He's what? not going I know, anywhere. I know, but so, that's... But every, every, every doesn't week, make you wrong, right? Something yeah. comes out now because people are constantly asking him about his future, and Aaron Rodgers is you know he doesn't just ignore things; he, he'll just he'll answer you with whatever happens to be on his mind. And it is really starting to remind me of the end of the Brett Favre era, yeah, in Green Bay, and it's just it's so funny to me. Um, because for if you remember, you know, for years Brett Favre tease the Packers with this could be the last year you know if, if do you remember there were a couple couple years not one but two I think two years the last game of the season they celebrated him like it was his last game and then he came back see I remember that happening when he was like playing for other teams and he's like oh I'm gonna go one more year and like but he did that to the Packers for like three years so he retired like six times yes <laughs> yes Brett Favre, Brett Favre has retired more than anybody in in history yeah yeah, yeah I believe you there but I think uh, if the Packers are just, so or if, if Aaron Rodgers decided to leave this season he still got got a good five years somewhere else Aaron Rodgers still looks great when I watch him when I watch him throw um, yeah. he looks frustrated. Mm-hmm. Like he look like he looks tired. He looks like he's he looks like he doesn't have energy because he's like you know he's he's playing for a team he, he the look, only team that has a board he running like, everything. He looks like you know what I mean. So he's got to get to a team that can cut through all that red tape. He looks like the babysitter who's ready for a new job. <laughs> the he look because he because he looks just irritated all the time yeah. and like. I think that he would probably he would benefit from just being in a new situation yep. where like he could come in and it wouldn't be expected of him to be the pillar of the organization right. where everybody looks to you and like you know learn from Aaron. But this and, is all hypothetical now. He's just uh, signed a three year contract. He's not going anywhere. He's anything, he's retiring. You know that doesn't Bay. mean anything. Didn't I'm pretty sure Russell Wilson signed the last deal he was ever going to sign. In Seattle, God. I and mean, all it takes is somebody else to pick tw- up that contract. in twenty in twenty nineteen. Yeah. All it takes is somebody else to pick up the contract. So, this game here, I mean, I, Bills are going to smash. I think Green Bay is trying to figure things out and can't yet. They, I mean, Aaron Rodgers has no weapons, as I've been harping on all year Alan long. Lazard might miss the game. We talked about this a little bit it earlier. Makes but it even worse. Yeah. So it's it's <laughs> it it just doesn't look great for Green Bay. It is really 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 hard to pick Green Bay. Yeah. That being said, like... Oh, please pick him. I'm not going to pick oh. Bay. Um, <laughs> I was like, do it. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is so good. Do that, it. <laughs> um, eventually, like, it's... So what's happening when you're when I'm watching these games is that guys are dropping key passes. Oh, for sure. Over yeah, and over no, and over that, again. Guys, no guys are dropping key passes. Guys are running wrong routes. I think eventually yeah. it's going to click. I feel I do feel that way. And even if it doesn't, and even if it's not like something where it's like, oh, it clicks and now they're off to the races, mm-hmm. like it could click for one game. Okay, you know what I mean? Because like he's got guys that are getting open, they're 
there are just missed opportunities in every single game. I'm not going to pick them I, to win this game. I, I just love that you have Aaron Rodgers stashed on your bench. I'm not going to hoping that he's going to turn it on someday. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I, have to, I like I, one of my my um, choice this week is like, do I? Because I've been sitting on Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. you know, with the plan to just start him this one week, and I was never expecting great things from him. Like, I would have been fine if I had traded him by now. Um, but uh, also would have been fine for for me to just start him. Um, but I might, like, you know, choose to go with Andy Dalton instead of Aaron Rodgers, which feels <laughs> yep. terrible. Yes, that it does. That feels terrible. Welcome to my world, sir. But Been um, doing it all year. <laughs> um, but, no, I, I really do think that the even if um, it doesn't – even if it doesn't turn into like a full season, the rest of season, you know, a boom games, like Aaron Rodgers is going to have his game. Yeah, he will. Like he will. just I, like Brady, Brady's going to have his game. Like they're because it, they don't look diminished. They it just it seems like circumstance is keeping them from scoring, and it's it's interesting because when you listen to um, other media outlets, man. Uh, they're not allowed to do that. They're Aaron Rodgers. They're Tom Brady. They're too good. Like they're yeah. too good. This can't happen to them. You know. And, and I will like, say the one argument for one, that they're one man on in a team sport. Agreed. But but the ones the one argument for that is look what Mahomes is doing. Mahomes but, but look what, is in a very what, similar look, situation. Bullshit. Look no? And, and no, absolutely fucking not. He's not in a. Are you kidding me? <laughs> look, like, he's got I'm so him, mad man. that you said that. I'm so mad that you said that. <laughs> Like okay, stop. Okay, Mahomes just in the last two years has had his offensive line rebuilt with with former All Pros that okay. they stole away from other teams, and has had his receiver core completely rebuilt. And whether you like it's they didn't go and trade for Devonte Adams, but Juju once upon a time was a like number one overall dynasty draft pick. Okay, and not that long ago, he's okay. twenty five. I know people had it wrong. Like so, and I love like, Juju. He, so he has weapons everywhere. Like I kind of, I yes, absolutely. He has mediocre weapons. They're not everywhere. mediocre weapons. That's not fair. Name name one good weapon. He okay, has. I'm not. If okay, if you want to talk about name one good dynasty weapon that he has, the only one that he has is Travis Kelsey, dynasty wise. But all of those guys are weapons. Like to say they're not—that's crazy. Juju is a technician. He's a really okay. good route runner. Miko Hartman and MVS just are burners. They blow the top off of off of defenses. So, so like, maybe I put it. In, maybe I put it slightly uh, incorrectly. Maybe I. Should. And then he's got Andy Reid, the mad scientist, oh. d- like working it all. And Andy Reid is like, and I'm so it's. I love talking about Andy Reid now. Because like I he was in Philadelphia for so long and I just it just frustrated the hell out of me watching him <laughs> do it year after year after year with the Eagles with guys named like Todd Pinkston. So I don't wanna right. hear like I don't wanna hear that hold on, I don't wanna hear that, that Mahomes doesn't have weapons because Mo like this is like this blows out of the water anything other than like the one year with Terrell Owens that Donovan McNabb ever had in Philadelphia. And they just, they made it work every year. They had a top 10 offense every single year. Like Patrick Mahomes is not in the same situation. He is in like, he is in a golden 
situation. I okay, I completely disagree with that. And and what I would say is that um, maybe I mis misspoke in that we're, I'm saying that what Mahomes is this year, what what Kansas City is this year, is what Green Bay was hoping to be. This is what they thought they could be because they had Aaron Rodgers as this amazing quarterback that, that they could get by with mediocre no, weapons. I, I, I disagree because I, he's so good. The, no, the like even if we if we go back to um, let's if we take go back to draft time, like people have been questioning the decision making by the Packers front office for Aaron Rodgers' weapons all the way back to then. Uh, yeah, for sure. The same has not been true over in Kansas City. They Until were like, this year. Huh? No, what I'm, I'm talking about just this year. I'm only talking about this year. Okay. I'm only talking about this year. And what, so the Packers trade Devontae Adams. Okay? Nobody freaks out. Not yet. Because I did. The, the, off-season, <laughs> the offseason happens. You can bring in new guys. You can draft a stud receiver. There's lots of different things that can happen. But nobody was freaking out yet. Then draft season happens, and you've gone through the free agency period. They didn't make a splash in free agency, and they didn't really make a splash in the draft because they there were six wide, six or seven wide receivers drafted in front of yep. Christian Watson. So they like they really didn't try hard, and you know, in anybody's eyes to give Aaron Rodgers good targets this year. I don't think anybody said that about Patrick Mahomes. People had questions, but they were like, I, I think people had were excited about multiple Patrick Mahomes targets this year, whether they like, whether the, it was, um, whether you were an MVS guy or you were a Michael Hardman guy, or you were a Juju guy sucks, he, sucks. Okay. No, I'm just saying, like, we have completely different views of the situation because MVS is trash. MVS, MVS is absolute trash. I am so Juju happy. Juju is okay. I am so happy you guys are so, like, on the opposite <laughs> ends of this. So, like, I'm, I'm like, just yes. listening to him going, what are you yes, talking about? Are you? You're, okay, well, um, Juju's having a really good year. So, like, and, because and, of who's throwing and to him. He, yeah. And, well, I. Yes, because of who's throwing to him, but he's also a decent receiver, and like you, you don't. But think, I said he's okay. He's you decent. don't think that yes. Aaron Rodgers would rather have MVS, Miko Hardman, or Juju over the guys he's throwing to right now? But see, Watson has higher uh, draft capital. Draft capital, like Watson. That'll be great three be. years from now. I'm talking about this year, bro. Okay. I'm talking about this year. That's why I don't think that the, they are comparable because the Packers invested into the future. Of their receiver core when their when their quarterback is right now. When their quarterback's thirty nine years old, it makes, it makes, yes. yes, it's hilariously stupid. <laughs> All right, and, and let's then, leave it at that because like we agree. Like, on, because honestly, okay, you know, hold on. Let's before we leave it. What I what I would last like to say is that I think those two organizations probably did the like should have done the inverse of each other, like. The Chiefs yeah. could have afforded to, you know, invest in a bunch of draft pick receivers right. and just see what Mahomes does with them because yes. he's got time. And then, like Aaron Rodgers, no, just give him just some give guys. Him something. Yes, yes, because like right now he's right now Aaron Rodgers is like his biggest problem is that Randall Cobb is hurt, <laughs> which is 
funny as how hell. sad is that <laughs> come on man you got to do better for aaron Rodgers than that that all is right. crazy and, and i just want to sum this up by saying i have been complaining about the aaron Rodgers weapons all year long and you've been defending him uh-huh. <laughs> i'm just gonna like no 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 no. i've been no, right on this no no, no i've been saying i believe they're gonna get there and i and there are flashes of, and like i said there are there are flashes of talent yeah I agree. I do really like Romeo Dobbs. I I like. I think he's going to be good. Um, Even after last week, he looked bad last week. He dropped like drops. Like players get over like four balls. Players get over it. (laughs) Players get over stuff like that. Let's hope. But But the thing, but but can Aaron Rodgers get over it? (laughs) He gets open. That's the thing. Is he gets open? That's the thing. We'll see if he can catch it. All right, we got to get moving here. Uh, We only got one more game, right? We well, have, we well first of all, do we all go Bills on that? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so we have two more games. Next one up is the Bengals at the Browns. The Bengals is minus three with the over-under 45. This is at the Browns, by the way. And then uh, money line is minus 170 if you're betting on the Bengals and plus 145 if you're betting on the Browns. And <sighs> Jamar Chase, owners are sad. You know, yes. minus three... So um, what, what I was going to... What's that about? Minus three? You're playing against the Browns? What's going on there? Well, Browns are at home. It's a division game, and Jamar Chase is hurt. So yeah. I, I think those are the oh. three factors that, that involve the lower point total. So people just aren't expecting as many points to come out of this game. I think the Bengals' offense is still going to look good here. Um, I think they might do it in a slightly different way. but uh, I think they're going to go back to try and pound the rock. Yeah, I, I think there's the going to be more of The it reason sure. that they've looked good the last couple of weeks, and we didn't talk about this enough um, going into last week's game, is because they flipped it, uh, what they're doing. They just decided to start letting Joe Burrow throw the ball again. They're, right. let, they're letting Joe cook. Yeah. And Joe cooks a much finer meal than Russ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so I am concerned that they're not going to continue to allow him to just throw the ball. And I think they should. I, I think that they should. Let just let let him find the guys. Don't yeah. don't get too worried that you I'd lost like to your weapon. I think it's going to be a little bit in between. I think they're um, going to you know go a little bit more towards running, but not all the way because they've wa- seen what Burrow can night, do. He's so we're gonna, we're going to watch this game and be texting you guys and like if you know I'm be watching how many times they're first and ten and they just hand the ball to Mixon. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna be watching for. That's because that's that'll be concerning. I, I yeah. they let Joe throw the ball because Joe Joe Mixon has been incredibly inefficient this year. Yeah. Incredibly inefficient. Let throw let Joe throw the ball. Um, someone j- changed their name in uh, our dynasty league. The Joe Rogan or Joe Burrow owner uh, changed their name to the Joe Throgan experience. <laughs> and I love that one. Nice. Got to give a shout out for that. that. That one made me laugh out loud. Yeah, I like uh, it. And mm. yes, and so like, and the reason I bring that up is let him throw. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and- I want to see the Joe Throgan experience every single week. <laughs> let Joe Burrow just get back there and throw. Joe Mixon, who get rid of that guy. Just let Joe yeah. Burrow throw the ball. That's and, what we want to see. And on the other side, you've got Cleveland. Uh, Nobody Chubb. wants to see that. No, Chubb has been amazing. Like, there's gonna, there's a lot yeah, of Chubb the, owners very happy to see Chubby work, man. Like, that's it. God, that guy looks it. good when he's, he's awesome. got the ball. He looks so Rams good. might take a punt. You know, you know what's really interesting too is like he's a, a spectacular running back, and like he's like shades of Jim Brown. Because he's he's got power, quickness. Yeah, he's a different speed. kind of runner. But yeah. like, I, I don't. I think they're like if you. Yeah, I've watched a lot of Jim Brown highlights, and that was what was special about him is he was like that Adrian Peterson. Like he had that. He had all of it. He had. Yeah, he had everything. Power, burst, speed, vision, like all of it. 
And the thing, but the thing that Adrian Peterson didn't have that Jim Brown and uh, Nick Chubb both have is the the cuts, the the ability to change direction, yeah. and in traffic. Um, and uh, they're he's got those monster legs. Yeah. And Jim Brown looked looked like that too. But that's what. So what I was going to say is, it's like uh, Jim Brown was the only thing to watch though on those teams, yeah. on, on those uh, those Cleveland Brown teams, like. And that's the same thing with Nick Chubb right now. Right now like you've, you've got, got this Chubb like trash offense, and you've got Nick Chubb and, and Cooper. Cooper's been consistent. I, hey, well. you know I love Amari Cooper. Amari, t- yeah. and and you know oh, so I got to say this. Um, I uh, I think I said this probably like week two um, when Amari coming off a really bad game in week one, and uh, we were talking about Amari Cooper, and I was like, and everybody, uh, Peoples Jones had had all the targets, mm-hmm. and I was like. I don't know why he got all the targets. Amari Cooper was open like on every play, and I think they're going to figure that out. Like Amari Cooper is just—he's such a good route runner. To me, mm-hmm. he's one of the best route runners in the NFL, and that got brought up recently in a, in a telecast. I was like, yes, yes, <laughs> thank <he> you, because <laughs> yeah. he is Amari. Amari Cooper is top ten route runner in, in the league. He's open. Okay. All, he's open. All so the time. I think we brought everything they up him on Dallas. this on this fantasy wise. Um, Real quick, that's why Dallas's offense is worse. Is what? Because we got oh, because they got rid of Cooper because they gotcha, don't have Amari gotcha. Cooper. Um, so we all picking Bengals in this? Yeah, I'm picking the Bengals. They're yeah, I'm t- yeah. I like yeah yeah. I I oh, I, I like the Bengals even without Jamar Chase. I think the Bengals are just gonna like like the Raiders. I like both of those teams honestly. Hmm. Like the I just like the makeup of both of those teams. I think they have what you need. To, to win games and go far. So right. next up we have um, the Eagles at the Texans. The Eagles minus nine. I kind of want to pick the Eagles to lose <laughs> twice on our show tonight. The over-under at 43 and minus 425 if you're, you're betting on the Eagles. Like, and <laughs> minus plus 340 if you're betting on picks. the Texans. <laughs> Uh, are yeah. you first of all? Are you going to bet against the Eagles? No, in this? no, I'm not. Yeah, are you going? I, I, I say we're, we're all going to take the Eagles. The Eagles are going to roll. There's not really much to talk about here. We don't. Yeah, the you know the fantasy prospects are it's too far in advance to really talk about. Right, and um, they're the same. But thing. it's important. The, the important thing to know is that Houston sucks against the run. They just suck against the run. The Eagles love to run the football. Yep, that's their their that's offense. What is, they do. Jalen Hurts is a quarterback. And he's producing a lot of fantasy points, and that makes people think that he passes the ball, but he doesn't. He leads the league in goal line carries from the quarterback position. <laughs> um, that's what they do. They run the football. Yes, they and do. the Texans suck at stopping the run. They just do. Oh, I thought you were just going to say suck. See, I know I was going to say like no. They got they Damian do. Pierce. They yeah, don't. They, they don't just suck anymore. They have Damian Pierce. They suck. Damien, no, watch Damien Pierce. He's fun. He's, that guy is good. He's really but. good. Texans suck. Damien Pierce, okay. Like, I, tra- I, <laughs> I traded him. With I'm, I traded him away in Dynasty, and I brought back Alec Pierce in a draft pick, and like it was it, the deal also involved Zeke, so it was kind of me like making a charge for this season because I feel like my team has a chance to win this season, like kind of. Mm-hmm. But I feel. I'm, hey, I'm, let me ask you guys. I really feel bad about trading him away because he was like he was such a steal. He was the gem of my Josh Psst. Allen trades. Um. There's an episode of the King of the Hill oh God, where no. where they're talking about going watch the Texans practice, and um, 
they're like, you know, we could root for the Texans and the Cowboys. Like they're both Texas teams. <laughs> and the only time that would ever be a conflict is if they ever face the each Bowl. other in the Super Bowl. And, uh, Hank goes, thy will be done. (laughs) (laughs) So he's now a Texas fan and a Cowboys fan. So that's awesome. I forgot that about Hank. He's a huge Cowboys fan. So my question to you guys is, do you think in our lifetime, we'll see a Texans Cowboys Super Bowl? An all Texas Super Bowl? No, the Cowboys will never make it there. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so. I, thanks for saying that, dude. Now they're gonna do it this year. And so, seriously, like, after, uh, okay. Who do I'm you? I'm gonna think, take a timeout on this. Yeah, oh, we're done yeah. with. So yeah, we're, we're done we're, with that game. Okay. That yeah, we're we're in overtime garbage. now. Anybody who's listening, like, if you've got questions, like, so then we're all picking the Eagles, right? Yeah, so, we're yeah. picking the Eagles. We're about to do our DF- DFS. Oh lineups, yeah, let's, let's so do. Don't, let's, don't forget that. Let's do but. DFS, and then we can break into talking about the the other stuff, like random stuff. So, um, Iowa shot for ah, being one point. The loser. I like that actually. Like I like that it was within one point. Right so on. Right on. I will, you know, honor. I will take my shot happily. All right. Losing, well, losing by one point. Since yeah, I'm, I'm starting to get no, on a roll. I lost. I, I looked it up and I was like, wait a minute, that's the exact same score. When I inputted it here, I was like, that's the exact same score I scored last week. And then I looked it up. I was oh. like, oh, shoot. I actually only scored 110.8. Yeah, I did the wrong oh, screenshot. Here's your shot, buddy. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, awesome. So that right. was mine. Well, and I'm on a roll here. I've won the last two weeks. Therefore, you should lead off. And I'm going to go ahead and lead I off mean, with it because I, mean, I feel like winning the third in a row here. Yeah. So let me yeah. make sure I got my right lineup here. Uh, are we doing tournament first or cash first? Cash first. Ca- cash is the one that matters. Our, our tournament is tournament is just kind of for for fun. So, all right. So, our tournament is just us like throwing stuff at the wall so that we can eventually, you know, invest in a real studio. <laughs> so here we go. Cash lineup. And I am going to start with a not-so-cash player. <laughs> At quarterback, I am going with Ellinger. <laughs> At $4,000. <laughs> oh, my God. I thought, the, I thought the absolute minimum for quarterback was 5000 I thought so, too. That's the lowest I'd ever That's seen. Funny. And then I go on there, it's 4000 I was like, well, crap. Man. I got to like, start. That's funny. He's got to score, what, eight points to be worth it? Yeah. <laughs> and he's a running quarterback. You know what I mean? So he's going to get yardage. I feel like he's got a six to eight point floor. You know what I mean? <laughs> like his ceiling it's, is probably only 14 sorry, to 16. But, but a six to eight point, like I feel like he's got a six to eight point floor. Is like, that's, a, that's like uh, something that you would sell somebody on in a non PPR flex. <laughs> But yet, for four thousand, you're like, hey. <laughs> so anyway, that uh, opens up my uh, entire lineup, so that way I can really yeah, kind of yeah. have some star players let's, going let's, on. Let's see where you went. So if Ellinger can get just you know fifteen to twenty, I'd be thrilled. And if he can at least get ten to twelve, that'll work for me. Uh, running backs, Derek Henry is going to smash. Hamburgers, so yeah, I'm going to go put him in my lineup. And uh, I love Raheem Mostert. I think Mostert's going to have a really good week this week uh, against Detroit. And uh, for only 5900 I think he's underpriced. Way underpriced. Um, love him there. 
Uh, at wide receiver, um, I've got Hopkins. I think Hopkins is going to be, uh, like say, Arizona's going to be behind. Target monster. And, yeah, he's just going to get targeted in that game. 14 uh, targets in his first game. Yep. And then um, Olave is just, he's, again, target monster. Like uh, another high-scoring game, which uh, Olave is their best target, and Olave has been looking good doing it. So um, it's hard to go against him there. And I'll go for one more target monster as my other wide receiver. Uh, Aquini, uh, I can't even say his first name, but St. Brown. Amon or St. Brown? Amon Wrestling. ARSB? Yes, thank you. <laughs> but St. Brown. That's what we're calling He's going to get peppered with targets. Uh, he's back from his concussion. Um, he's in a high-scoring game against Miami. Uh, I just absolutely. Oh, and the Miami uh, backfield or the uh, the defensive backs are uh, decimated for Miami. So just all year they game. have been actually. Yeah. Sad. So something it's else unfortunate to throw out there. For them. So uh, hence my golf, uh, my golf in, in a lot of my lineups and St. Brown as well. Um, my tight end that I've been talking about is uh, Big Irv Smith. Got to go with him. Uh, he's going to be great against that Arizona D. Um, my flex, uh, Deontay Foreman is just going to get the ball a ton of times, and he's only 5,300. Yeah, so he, I, I think he's great in cash. Um, I'd, I'd probably stay away from him in the tournament lineups uh, because I don't know how high his ceiling is yet. But um, as far as a floor and as far as cash play, I really like him. And then for my, uh, my defense, um, I went with the Bears against Dallas. Um, now, the biggest thing here is that the Bears are dirt cheap. Like when I, when I go for defenses, I, I usually take the bottom six defenses and see which one can I make work. <laughs> and that's kind of what I'm doing here. But I will say that the, the uh, Dallas offense has looked shaky. Um, it's look shaky for even a couple of Even if they don't look now. shaky, they look like they're not willing to like be explosive. Exactly. Not, and know, Zeke's out. I don't know how Pollard's going to do. Like, I just think that there's some possibilities there. I like say we picked the games. I don't think Chicago's going to win, but I do think the Chicago defense could have some nice plays and put up some points and be worth their uh, twenty four hundred price tag. So that is my cash lineup that uh, should win again. Go ahead. <laughs> Confident man over there with the Sam Ellinger start. I like it. I like it. All right. So uh, to lead off, and it's funny because I was listening intently while you were like, so I'm going to start with a non-winner at quarterback. I honestly, I really like, for a second, I thought you were going to have the same quarterback as me. And I'm going to start Andy Dalton. Oh, okay. Uh, The Raiders have just been god-awful. They they made um, Davis Mills look like an all-pro quarterback last week. Um, uh, yeah, so I, I don't want to get too far into the weeds on that one. Uh, I paired him with Chris Olave, so we've got a little bit of a crossover. We're mm-hmm. we're starting some of the same guys. Um, at running back at eighty four hundred dollars. Uh, by the way, Andy Dalton was fifty five hundred, so he's also a really good deal. Yes. Uh, Derrick Henry, obviously. Like you just like how do you not start Derrick Henry? Agreed. Like how how do you not? Um, even his price tag at eighty three hundred isn't bad for for him. You know. Because of the savings at quarterback and uh, at another place that we're going to get to in a minute, I was also able to stay up and spend up on Jonathan Taylor. Ooh, so, because okay. I I do I do believe that the Colts are going to go uh, back to you know running the ball with Jonathan Taylor. I think they'd be like they would just really 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 yeah. be stupid not to do. Yeah, that. I don't think that's a secret. It's just a uh, you know, um, I think and, and he looked awesome in the box. He did so look he thing. did look yeah. awesome last no. week. He looks like he's ready to go. Um, at receiver, my receivers are cheaper, but I went with guys that I expect to get a bunch of targets and do some work. Um, I said earlier, I think it's DJ Moore season. 
Uh, finally, mm-hmm. I think we finally got there. So if you've been holding on all year long like I have and just believing that eventually DJ Moore was going to get work, you're getting paid off now. $5,300 yeah, for, DJ, for DJ Moore. I almost put him in The mind. Falcons are the worst defense against receivers in football. I think this is a like I I think this is DJ Moore hasn't had a highlight yet this year. I think this is a game where he gets one, and it could right. be like a sixty-five yard you know touchdown where he like catches a hitch and runs away. It could be a spectacular you know uh, long touchdown catch, but I think this is the one. I think he's going to go over hundred yards in a touchdown in this game. Right. I also have Chris Olave, like I said, at six thousand dollars. He's just he's too good not to start. Um, I, how he's only six thousand dollars, I don't know. He's been the number one wide receiver for New Orleans all year long. Like even the game that um, Michael Thomas star- was available for, Olave beat him out in targets. Um, and he's leading the NFL in air yards, still. Mm. So, uh, Chris Olave, six thousand, uh, absolutely at forty seven hundred dollars. This will also be eventually, too, you know, too cheap as George Pickens. Ah, oh, yes, yes. Um, they're going to be behind. Against the, the Eagles, I think um, that's my expectation. Like earlier, like I did pick the Steelers to beat the Eagles, but um, that would just be like that'd be wonderful if that happened. The expectation is yes. really is really that the Eagles will be in front in that game, um, and Pickett loves to throw the ball to Pickens. At tight end, completely agree with my buddy over here. Thirty five hundred dollars for Irv Smith is just it's it's just it's Bigger. too good. It's too good at this point. Like I feel like DraftKings instead of just like pricing the players, you know, they should be like, Irv Smith should be seven thousand dollars this week because he's playing against Arizona. Like Arizona has <laughs> been that bad against tight ends. Yeah, like when a, right. when a team is that bad against a position group, like it should affect the DraftKings price. And it just like they're not there yet. That's not yep. what they do. That's everything is based on what the player has actually done. So thirty five hundred dollars for Irv Smith is just like it's got to be the play of the week for, for sure for tight end. At Flex, um, another um, carryover or uh, crossover is uh, Raheem Mostert at fifty nine hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. He's just too good. And then defense, I actually feel like I found a steal. Uh, Twenty six hundred dollars. The Commanders seem like yeah, a no. really a really good start this week. Sam, mm-hmm. you don't know what you're going to get from Sam Ellinger. It's his first start. The Commanders just came off of playing a really good game against Aaron Rodgers. They're pumped up. You know they they're on a winning streak, kind of. If I wasn't starting starting Ellinger, then that would have been my defense. Yeah, yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. You can't, yeah, you can't, yeah, you can't it's really one or the that. other. So that is my cash lineup, and I had one hundred dollars left over. All right. What? My turn. Yes, yeah. sir. Let's hear from the first place lineup. Uh, I'm actually tied now with. No, I'm not. Oh, wow. You still okay. have more wins than anybody else, brother. So, uh, starting off, I've got Kirk Cousins um, at $6,100. And then I got Mostert at running back for Miami. Uh, Pollard, because I don't think Zeke's going to get much action. Um, at $6,100. Philadelphia, uh, I got uh, Brown. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, like all of you guys, I've got Alave as well at um, New Orleans. And then I went ahead and picked up Smith for the Philadelphia Eagles. And then um, because Hig, uh, the, they just so you're going to start AJ to... Brown and Devonte Smith. I'm sorry, what? So you're going to start AJ Brown and Devonte Smith? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Stacking against them Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, I noticed that. Um, and then that tight end, I picked up Higby because he's just beginning. <laughs> he's been great. Yeah. Yep. Higby's and then, been great. 
Um, I, I believe the Detroit and Miami game is going to be high scoring. So for my flex, I picked up Reynolds. And then um, I said it earlier. I just think this is the Rams' game. This is going to be the breakthrough game. So I went ahead and picked their D. defense. Uh, and they were cheap. I think they were like 2700 Yep. For the Very cheap. Yeah. And so like I could have. That's it's funny. I, I, I wanted to play them too. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway. So I'll snake it. And we'll go ahead and go with my tournament lineup. Um, going with the uh, Miami versus Detroit game for my tournament lineup, and I got uh, the quarterback Miami. Tua, t- yeah. So Tua, and then I have um, Edmonds for my running back. Uh, Swift also for my running back for Detroit. Hill. Um, How much like was Edmonds? Edmonds was fifty one hundred. Okay. And then I picked Swift, and then I have Hill. I uh, swear to like okay, can we pause real quick? Sure. So Edmonds hasn't really been getting much work, but I really want your lineup to work out. Like it, it, it'd be so funny to me. Like if this is the game where Mostert breaks, he gets hurt, and 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 if they have to plug Edmonds in, and he beats us because of Edmonds, fifty one hundred so bucks. It would be so so funny to me. Yeah. Go on. <laughs> so Reynolds at Detroit, and then I went ahead and, um, just to fill a uh, receiver spot forty one hundred Skoranek. Um, from the Rams. That's not a bad play, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Hawkinson for Detroit's tight end. And then yeah. Waddle for my flex. And then again with the Rams as my defense. All right. Yeah, the Rams, $2,700 uh, with no Debo. That Rams defense becomes a really strong play, I think. That's a really good one. My, I actually might pivot my cash wings. I have $100 and I can switch to that one. There you go. I, I like so it better. Back to you, Ken. Uh, so my tournament lineup actually has a lot of your cash lineup guys in it. So I'm stacking from the uh, Arizona Minnesota game, and I'm gonna have Kirk Cousins. I'm gonna stack him with Adam Thielen for sixty-two hundred dollars at wide receiver, and Irv Smith again at tight end because it's just it's too good. We're gonna stack back against them with DeAndre Hopkins at seventy-four hundred dollars. And then uh, my final receiver is Amon St. Brown at 6,900. My running backs are Raheem Mostert at 5,900, Tony Pollard at 6,100. And then my flex is Deontay Foreman at 5,300. And then at $2,600, we've got the Washington Commanders defense. And that is uh, a 100% spending of the budget. All right, um, and I will say that I love my cash lineup, and I'm looking at my um, my tournament lineup, and it's actually very similar in a lot of it's it's got some crossover because I just feel like there's some super strong plays this week that it's hard to get away from. Um, but I will say that man, this is a lot riskier lineup. I, I like my cash way better. Okay, but um, tournaments are supposed to be that way though. Yeah, that's true, and yeah, you're not supposed to feel real good about that tournament lineup. You're supposed to be like, yeah, man, if this one hits, it's going to it be goes awesome. Off, exactly. And so um, I went with Ellinger again. <laughs> I'm done with you. <laughs> I, need, I need to call an Uber. I'm not even riding home with you, dude. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. I can't believe I, I had so much fun making the cash lineup with Ellinger. It opened up so much that I'm just like, I got to go with it. It just it felt great. So went with Derrick Henry again because, my God, Derrick Henry is amazing mm-hmm. and going to be great this week. Uh, I went with Alvin Kamara. I think that uh, New Orleans. Are you Vegas trying game, to curse your, your I think league that, of record lineup? Or? I, I think that New Orleans uh, Vegas uh, game is going to be good, 
And so I, I put some uh, a little bit of a stack in here. I've got Camaro on one side, and I've got uh, Hunter Renfro on the other. Um, that's spicy. I was going to say we were talking about Hunter How much Renfro. Was Hunter Renfro? Uh, forty nine hundred. Oh, forty nine. He so. should be less. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I was based actually going to put so far this year. That's like that's he's, he's forty nine hundred based on right. name recognition. So if this was my my cash lineup, I probably would have put like, Pickens in there based, instead. Based on the last month, there's no reason why Alec Pierce is forty six hundred and and. Uh, Renfro forty nine. That, that no, should be swapped. Silly, I sure. agree. But but say, silly. He's one of those guys that, like, say, I'd rather have Pickens in my lineup, but because it's a tournament lineup, because I'm stacking back the games, I, I think this is the more tournament uh, friendly lineup. So I did go with Renfro. Um, my other wide receivers, I went with Hopkins again because I just see monster targets there, and and that Arizona Minnesota game is going to be juicy. It really did not look like Kyler Murray had confidence in throwing the ball anywhere else. Yep, I agree. Um, and so on the other side of that game, um, I'm going to go with Adam Thielen. Uh, again, we talked about that earlier. The number two wide receiver against Arizona tends to do amazing. I we, we've talked about this before. At man. least one touchdown. And honestly, I, I'm, I'm the number two wide two, receiver. Two they, plus. They, they can lock down your number one, but your but, tight end, your number two. Yep. They have one mm. amazing cornerback. And then after that, yeah. they just have crap. So, um, and then I went with Irv Smith again. So I've got uh, two Hard Minnesota Vikings seen. on that side. Um, and along with, uh, and then you've, one, so you have a second, so, you, so I did that as well. And I forgot to bring that up. So I'm glad that we got there on your lineup. So he has a primary stack and a secondary stack. Right. And my lineup had that as well. The, I just didn't bring it up. The secondary stack on my lineup is Raheem Mostert for the dolphins and then Amonra St. Brown yep. for the lions. So you've got a running back on one side with a really good matchup. And then you've got a receiver on the other side. With a really good matchup, so I'd love to do it. Yeah. So, like, if it works like it's supposed to, the running back should have a good day, and then force the receiver to have a good day. That's that's and the that, idea. That's, that's the theory. And when yes, and so when you're putting a tournament lineup together, that's how you boom the hardest, yep. and that's how you win. Exactly. And it could also leave going you for that big one, and it could also leave you with scoring seventy five points. Yep. You're, you're going to have a lot of those kind of lineups yeah, when you're going to tournaments. Yeah. It happens. Um, my flex, um, I I fit Pollard in here. Um, yeah, you, yeah, you, you know said, I don't feel talk great about, about that, that one, about but, that uh, one, yeah, but for 6,100, um, at that price in the it's flex, too good. it's, it, too, it's, it's good. And you know, he's going to be getting the ball. You know, the Chicago defense is not great, especially against the run. So, um, I went for it on that one, which there was, is, I'm, there was a prediction, uh, a bold prediction I made on one of the, um, I don't know, probably somebody's Twitter or something like that. One of those, you know, put your bold predictions in for the season. And uh, one of them that I put in was I, I Zeke and Pollard both scoring ten touchdowns, and they both have four right now. Um, this is a game where Pollard can score twice. Yeah, I agree. He he totally could. Um, so for that chance, I'm I'm threw him in there on the flex, and then uh, my defense. If you notice my my lineup, I've got no Eagles in my lineup. And Eagles are just one of the top projected scorers for the week. I think a lot of people are going to have at least one Eagle in their lineup. You're going to play the Steelers defense. So I'm going to go with the Steelers defense since I'm not uh, I'm not putting Way any to Eagles be a in true my lineup. Homer, buddy. I no Eagles in my lineup. So if so the Eagles bad. have so a rough day, hey, dude, the Steelers are going to win on Sunday, bro. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm with it. I'm like I picked them. I'm with it. And I'm into it. The Steelers are only 2,400. Um, they're going to they get some sacks. Gonna they're going to get some points, and you know who knows? Maybe maybe they'll get lucky. The battle for Pennsylvania is a real deal. 
Yeah. It's, so it's a thing. So to me, I think it's it is kind of it's it's almost like a division battle, throw the records out type of thing. Um, that's the way that I'm looking at this game. Like I think it's important to mm. both teams. I will for sure. That's the Rams every year. Rams and Niners. Like you don't. It yeah. doesn't matter what that record is. You know. They it's just, like so. What is true? Well, the Rams and 49ers are in the same division, so they see each yeah. other no matter every year, no matter what. What I would liken it to is like the 49ers versus the Raiders when the Raiders oh. were still in Oakland. Yeah, because like that didn't make any sense. Battle of the Bay. But yeah. yeah, but it was a rivalry. Every time they got together, the fan bases were, you know, ravenous. And I think that's what's going to happen here in the, in the the Pittsburgh um, Philadelphia game is that it's going to be it's going to be wild like it's going to yeah. be loud in that in that game like there's going to be a lot of Steelers fans mm-hmm. there yeah probably thirty yeah. percent so it, at this if not more yeah thirty percent you know that's being conservative well I think. just because the Eagles are doing well this year that's why but I'm Eagles fans that. are not very smart so they're probably poor and can't afford tickets. <laughs> <laughs> what was your uh, Twitter handle again? <laughs> hey, you can find me at uh, Mr. Goodbed on Twitter and at Ken Against the Clock on Instagram if you got a problem with what I say about you stupid Eagles fans. <laughs> oh, take it to him. Take it to him. He'd love to fight with you guys. Enjoy on your 6 and 0. Enjoy your 6 and 0. This oh, wait, hot- and, and with Elon Musk now mm-hmm. running Twitter, like none of that stuff's going to get banned anyway. So you nope, guys I can just, say whatever I want. Just, just to fight it out. You know? Did we get somebody? Uh, did we get a question or something? Oh, I, saw, I thought I saw, so, so, you did. I saw something move up there. You did. You did. Uh, Wadabeezy wants to throw a comment out there. I have Irvin Smith replacing Kelsey for this week. Yeah. <laughs> good call. Well done, That's sir. Well done. Okay. Wadabeezy, so. I really like your team and the way you're running it, man. I, I got to say. You're like, doing a good job, buddy. Yep. Keep listening, man. Aaron. <laughs> we'll get you there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or he'll get us there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We're, we're taking the credit. At least but. you. <laughs> so, just to kind of let you guys know, we were drinking Hornitos tequila. You can get this bottle at tequila uh, Costco. Um, just FYI, regular guys drinking regular tequila. You can find it at Costco. You what do you want to throw that beer out? Yeah, we're drinking the Hops of Wrath. Back it up a little bit. By Dust Bowl. Oh yeah, so that's our IPA of the night. And then, you know, just some Budweiser more. beer, too. Don't forget the black box. The black box. <laughs> that, this, okay, this thing is impressive. Like, so you can find this at Walmart. It's like... 18 bucks. Yeah. It, yeah, it's like $18. This thing's like four bottles of wine. And it's good. It's good wine. It's good it's wine. Good wine. Yeah. Like, me and, me and my girlfriend, we, we like to drink wine, you know? So, we, like, we have a wine fridge. Like, and we go through a lot of wine bottles. And I'm super impressed by yeah. that. You know <laughs> what? It is some tasty wine. Yep. Black uh, box wine is so underrated. It is. It's it really super is. underrated. Get yourself a nice decanter to pour that stuff in on, on dinner. Be fancy. Nobody will know the difference. No one knows. Yep. They'll be like, ooh, what is this delicious wine? <laughs> oh, that's a 74 feet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Went deep into my cellar for that one. <laughs> <laughs> just just disappear for a while and then bring back the decanter. Yeah. <laughs> None the wiser. Wow. So um, I remember uh, we were talking about something. We are talking about the... I wanted I wanted to bring back something after we were done talking about everything, but now I don't remember what it was. Was it football related? Uh, it was football related. I think I feel like it had to do with the Cowboys, but 
No. That could be because I'm a Cowboy fan. <laughs> so it should be a good Sunday, right? You get four games if you only watch one at a time. You get to, I, lo- yeah. I honestly love the London Sundays. I'm just like I'm a football junkie, I guess. But it's I we just, need more. I love that I wake up and football's already happening. Yeah, you know. Yes. Oh my gosh. I went, I vacationed in Hawaii one year, right? And that's a three hour time difference. So when I woke up at six thirty in the morning, yeah, the games were already yes. starting because yeah. it's a three hour time difference. So I gotta like watch nature and watch football at the same time. It's you know, just amazing. <laughs> that sounds like great. football's huge. NFL football is huge in Australia. Excuse me. And they have to get up at like two in the morning to watch football on Sunday. Wow, they're committed. That's dedication. They are committed. Yes, like that's. I see. I see. I see. Yeah. <laughs> oi! 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 <laughs> One guy knew it. <laughs> I, I once upon a time I used to game a lot. Whenever I used to pair up with a um, with a Australian guy, if you say I see, I see, I see, it's like. It's it's ingrained in them to, to have to oi, go hoi hoi hoi. So it would be funny because I would do it like randomly, and they'd be like, "Okay, that's enough." They go, they go hoi hoi hoi. Okay, that's enough. Like, start. like ma- stop, stop making me do that. <laughs> stop making- yeah, I have to, but I don't want to anymore. <laughs> yeah, but if you do it again, I will. <laughs> right. Oh, uh, what a busy. Uh, my opponent has Hertz, Barkley, Monster. Oh, Mozart. I said monster. That's rough. Mozart, Hill, St. Brown, and Jonathan Taylor. (laughs) So wish me luck. Yeah, good luck. And like I said, we we said over and over we like your lineup. Man, you've got a tough opponent. So in in our league of record, I don't know if you you caught this earlier, but in our league of record, I lost Jamar Chase, Debo Samuel, and Ezekiel Elliott this week. So I feel you. I yep. feel you. Like it's gonna be a tough. And my opponent, we don't feel sorry for Ken. No, he he doesn't because I'm whooping his ass. But uh, here I come. My, yeah, his his team looks solid. But we'll see if they. It's it's fantasy football. Like it could always mm-hmm. be. It could, it could be too late. I know. Anyway, um, my opponent has like Steven's a good drafter. He's a really good drafter. Show me your TDs. He he okay. puts he puts together good teams. He's always loaded at running back. And he's got Josh Jacobs, DeAndre Swift, and Travis Etienne starting against me this weekend. And like, and it's on his bench. He's got uh, Dobbins, um, Cordell, Cordero Patterson, and he picked up Khalil Herbert this week. So like, that Her- team Herbert was on the wire. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Yeah, he paid for him. He paid like seven bucks for him. In fab still, yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, I mean. He was. It was one of those things where, like, we just talked about this. It's like Damian Harris, you know, and Ramondre Stevenson. So it's not like I'm like, ooh, he picked up Khalil Herbert. I should have had that guy. Yeah, you know. Um, but me, it's but I am, you know, on my side, I've got Damian Pierce and Ezekiel Elliott and I know. I, I sorry, line. Just, <laughs> I, I, I had. I had Gus Edwards as my number four running back going into this week, and I was just like, oh, yeah, Gus is going to do great this week, and I'm going to be able to trade him. I'm going to get a new quarterback or a new tight end. It's going to be awesome. And then Gus gets hurt again. <laughs> I was just like, God. So, so yeah, Brian Robinson. Yeah, I know, but I, the, Robinson doesn't have the trade value yet until so, he starts um, doing something. And uh, real quick, um, so uh, before – well, actually, I guess even even after, 
Um, what would you would you be interested in a trade for Jamar Chase? Like, you trade away Keenan Allen and Brian Robinson for Jamar Chase? Would um, I personally no, 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 because okay. I am three and four and have to win. Now, if I was sitting at six and one and was looking at the playoffs, would I look at that trade? Yeah, I'd look at that trade hard. Okay, so I'm glad. But right so, now, thank you for putting I it that way. Do it. That's exactly what I'm thinking. What um, why I'm bringing that up is like so. A lot of stuff is happening right now, and um, in my um, on my lineup in our league of record in particular, I'm five and two though. Right. If I was three and four, or if I was two and five, something like that, you know, I would feel pressured to sell him. For sure. To try and sell him for something. Because you have to win now. Because you have to win now. But, you know, if you're, um, you know, like if you're in, in a good position, like I happen to be in a good position at five and two, I don't feel the yeah. need to like to sell players. I'm I wouldn't gonna, either. Yeah. yeah. Going to write it out. Wait for him to get back. Yeah, because you can get one or two wins and get into the playoffs, and then hopefully Chase is back and doing great. Yeah. So I got a question for you guys, and this what is you one got? of those fun things. All right, this is my personal question. Okay. And it's one of those fun things that we should do. Um, at this point in time, what are your Super Bowl predictions? Who is going to the Super Bowl? Ooh, that's a good question. Hold on, I'm gonna go to the bathroom and think about that. Yeah, I was gonna say I haven't even thought about that. Actually, did we just get a question? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Watch the wire. Actually, brother. we did. We did get a question. Good eye, man. Yeah, I Thank I you. I could use that. Yeah. Oh, freaking A. But we'll wait for Ken to come back before we answer that question. Um, what, what do you think? What are your Super Bowl predictions? Man, honestly, that's that's just something I haven't put a lot of thought into yet. I mean, obviously, Philly's the obvious choice on, on the NFC side. They're, they're, just, they're looking strong. They're looking great. They just added a new defensive piece. Um, it, it's hard to pick against them, especially in the NFC, because there's just pfft, nothing over there. Um, AFC side is a lot harder. Um, gosh, who do I like there? I mean, uh, Buffalo is great. Uh, they look like a super team. I think the Chiefs are right there again. I think they're going to meet in the playoffs again, and it's going to be an amazing game. Um, is there anybody else that can challenge in the AFC? I'm not feeling it right now. I could uh, I could see a Chiefs Bills game wherever it hands up wherever it ends up in the tournament lineup. I could see the winner of that team being the t- the team that goes to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yep. All right, what about the NFC side? Like I say, beyond the Eagles, I, I really just can't pick. I'm just I'm trying to look I'm looking at the teams right now going, okay, what's another NFC team that I really like? And there's just there's just nobody. I mean, uh, I, I do admit the Cowboys defense is incredible, and if they can get their offense going, then maybe they can put a challenge towards Philly. But I mean, is there another <laughs> NFC team to challenge other than those two? I just I don't see it. Okay. Wouldn't Ken love that? Wouldn't Dude, Ken I, I didn't love? Like, I didn't like saying it. Wouldn't Ken love a Cowboys Eagles playoff game to go to the Super Bowl? What do you think, Ken? Who is the NFC team? What in the Super my Bowl first thought is the Cowboys pummeled the Eagles a bunch of times on their way to the '90s Super Bowls. So that would be fantastic. I was going to say, what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> Come on, man. That was last century, <laughs> right? It was, but. <laughs> Um, That's two decades ago, <laughs> but uh, the Cowboys and Eagles do have a history of like you know having swells like this where both teams are good and getting and get, making playoff runs and both being contenders. 
because they did it in the late 70s and early 80s as well. Um, <clears throat> but you look at it right now, and who else would you pick? The Cowboys and I think the Cowboys and Eagles are obviously the best two teams in the that's, NFC. That's what I was just saying. I can't. I'm, I, I'm looking at all the like teams I, it's going. I so don't know I would imagine else. you, as a homer, would pick the Cowboys. I have confidence the Cowboys will be. Okay, Eagles. so what about the AFC side? I um, can't wait to see Mahomes versus Josh Allen again. <laughs> that's what I just. We said. We were just talking about that. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I just said. Is it's going to come down to those and, two again? And I, I just like I never get tired of rooting for Josh Allen. Josh yeah. Allen's my guy. He's like he's he is. Uh, the most fun football player to watch. That today. is a game I mean, that I really, really want to see, but really don't want to pick because my God, when when Buffalo and and, and Casey face off, I've been the playoffs, a, I've been man. a fanboy of Josh Allen for a while, Ooh. so it's easy. So it's easy. Like for me, it's almost like picking the Cowboys. You know, it's like yeah. even even the times where I don't necessarily one hundred percent believe that he's going to win, it's easier for me to be like I got your back, Josh. We're we're right. going to win this. We're going to win this. So I, I'm in on the Bills. Like I think yeah. that I picked the Bills to go to the Super Bowl at the beginning of the year. On the other side, I, I had picked the 49ers. Um, uh, that was with that was before um, Trey Lance got hurt. That was with me believing that the 49ers were going to become something different on offense. They were going to unlock a new level of you know potency. On, but now with McCaffrey, they might do that. They might do but that. But it's with still McCaffrey. Jimmy G. It's still. <laughs> we'll see. We'll like, see. I still got to figure out. I got a chance. I'm sorry, babe, chance. if you're listening, my girlfriend, if she's listening, is. But it's like Jimmy G. Like he just he just makes bad plays. Like, he makes Kirk Cousin likes and Kirk Cousins like plays. I hear you. He makes like those Tony Romo, you know, <laughs> fam- famous, you know famous plays that just like decide games and you yeah. know build his legacy in the wrong direction so uh, what was our last question there so our last question is etienne sutton or algier for flex it's etienne, ETN. not even close yeah. okay and the next comment was mahomes versus allen rivalry is going to be the new brady versus man it is it is I, and, and I every that. time it brady, happens you're yeah. just like oh i can't wait to watch that game i you know what i um I knew that growing up, they're not like I should, because I was in my early twenties, you know, when Brady and Manning were doing their thing every year. When it was yeah. like they'd get together in like week eight, and they were both seven and zero, oh, six and one every yep. single year for like five years or something like that. Like I knew at that time that like I was being treated to you know yeah, to like special to yeah. something special that like you just there's nothing else like it and it's like so to have a comment like that to, to have somebody go you know brady mahomes is like or excuse me brady uh, mahomes and allen is like brady and manning it's like yeah that's that's right that's yep. that's how rare it is that like a matchup comes around like that where like you have two teams with two special quarterbacks and they're going to keep clashing for a while and that's what it looks like. It looks yeah. like the Bills and Chiefs are destined to fight each other for like the next, you know, three or four years. We hope. Yeah, I like you it. You know, and yeah, it's it makes it, for some and, great and, games. Enjoy it, enjoy it, because this Absolutely. is like this. I agree a hundred percent. This that that Mahomes versus Allen is Brady versus Manning hmm. in this in this era. So that's it. I think we're all caught up. Uh, yeah. Ken, you want to <sighs> close this out with some plugs? Uh man, I'm just plugging myself these days. You can find me at Ken Against the Clock on Instagram, on IG, or you can find me at Mr. Goodbet on Twitter. And my name is Ken Bailey. 
if you want to find me on Facebook. <laughs> Any, anytime people want to talk about fantasy football, I love talking about football all the time, every day, all day. There and, you go. And I'm Clouded Jester on all platforms. And I still don't do social media. And Brian so. has a physical address. <laughs> so if you'd like to write him a You want letter, to send me some mail? <laughs> <laughs> He'll get back to you in six to eight weeks. Uh, right? <laughs> so we'll see you guys all on week nine. Hopefully we helped you guys out. We'll yeah. Talk to you guys later. Crush Thanks it, guys. for joining us.